Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I don't care about the weather. I can't control the weather. Don't want to talk about the weather. Sustained effort and violence. No, please. No, please. Everyone be quiet. Was that supposed to be funny? I got a little taco meat on my chest. Cool. Neat story. I want to shake his hand. 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 Family. Let's get to pumping. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. It is a beautiful day in eastern North Carolina. We uh, These next few days are going to be great sports days. We will tell you why during this three-hour voyage here on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington, also 1250 930 online, PR927FM.com. And you can watch the show on Facebook Live and on YouTube. Subscribe to Pirate Radio TV on YouTube. Watch this show, The Brian Bailey Show. Our ECU post-spring practice videos are cliff godwin post game interviews as well it's all available on youtube and our social media sites there on facebook check us out on twitter instagram wherever we're everywhere all right um my computer's a little sick it does this thing it gets under the weather so chandler i'm gonna rely on you on facebook live because coming up in about 15 minutes or so eric ward from ecu marketing will join us if you have any questions about this weekend pertaining to the pigskin pig out the spring game bark at the park on sunday man there's a lot going on uh you can chime in with the question on twitter on facebook youtube we will answer it for you we'll ask eric and he will hopefully have an answer for you so you can get your questions in there also you can give us a call 317-1250 if you have a question for what's coming up this weekend because there is a lot going on and a lot of information to get out there so eric ward jones joins us momentarily at around 3 35 ish we are going to have our 2022 fantasy masters draft myself chandler honeycutt content junkie schaefer and shirley will be joined by mike mullis and we will draft our foursome we'll all draft four golfers chandler's doing a little research now i've yet to begin my research i should probably start and uh, we're going to draft four golfers, and we're going. Everything counts. If your golfer makes the cut, you get bonus points. If you win the event, you get bonus points. If you, whatever you score, that is your score. So it's a cumulative effort, and uh, that'll give us a reason to keep up with the Masters outside of obviously keeping up with what Harold Varner the Third is doing. I saw Chandler. Oh, Chandler Honeycutt's here. Uh, let me speak to him so he can speak. Hello, Chandler. What's up, Clipper? How you doing, buddy? Doing great. I saw um, round one matchup hv3 a slight underdog against sergio garcia okay so something to uh to look at there for thursday hv3 will be teeing off just after the one o'clock hour in the one o'clock hour i think 108 is the tea time so there you go uh we will be uh keeping up with that on the buccaneer music hall leaderboard presented by the buck on thursday 
Uh, so we'll be doing that later on this hour. At 4 o'clock, we'll talk some Pirate Baseball. East Carolina back in action. Really feels like a long layoff when you don't have that Tuesday game. So we've had to wait a couple of days, but the Pirates will be back in action coming up tonight against Old Dominion. Pirates owed them one from earlier this season. We'll talk to Scooter about that coming up at 4 o'clock. We'll visit with the voice Jeff Charles coming up in the 4 o'clock hour as well. At 5 o'clock... Do we have an in-studio guest? Well, I sent out my weekly text to Bryce Williams and said, hey, Bryce, are you available at five? Now, Bryce doesn't give me a yes or no. He gives me a rhetorical question with that answer being yes to notify me that he's coming into the show. So I said, Bryce, are you available at five? You know what he said today? What was that? He said, was Chandler wrong about me coming in last in the bracket? Boom, mm. and that I answer, just, I, that answer is yes. I like that he picked you out because I said he would. Everybody said he would come in last. But I was going to say, why is he singling me out? I don't know. You I must, know, I, you I, must I, have been hard on him. No, I was disgusted by his bracket. It was. I, just, I, it, it made us vomit. I think I was just the most outspoken when it came to yeah. the looks of his bracket. Because I mean, looking at it. I mean, this guy had Creighton in the championship game, but he did have Carolina in the championship game. Obviously, they uh, lost to Kansas the other night, so um, he did not finish at the bottom of the barrel. I think he'll be proud with his efforts. We'll show him the, the final standings. Is but, he in the middle of the pack? Uh, middle-ish, yeah. We uh, we got some football to talk about, too, that we will uh, do with Bryce in the 5 o'clock hour. We've got Mike Houston audio from yesterday following ecu's spring practice so we will be uh playing that for you coming up in the five o'clock hour as well all right so that's what's on tap for today once again if you have a question for eric ward he'll be joining us in studio here in a few minutes talking all things ecu spring football weekend you got uh the pigs everything's back baby everything is back heart fest is going on and of course baseball sprinkled in against wichita state all throughout the weekend as well all right uh opening day major league baseball tomorrow fired up for that thank goodness we have baseball back yeah I, again there's like a bit of a hangover once the march madness begins although you, you get kind of weaned off of it because after really the sweet 16 and the elite eight and you're just down to four it's like oh man it's, it's, it's coming to an end I came to an end in a big way Monday night. Kansas, the largest comeback in championship history to beat North Carolina. So you're like, all right, that's over. Now what? Well, plenty. Uh, once again, MLB opening day Thursday, HV3 and uh, and Tiger Woods in the Masters. Have you seen these crowds? For his practice rounds? For just, yeah. You would think it was a Sunday afternoon. Just another example of being back of things being normal well you you know tiger was back back in 2019 when he won the masters his fifth uh all-time for him in his career and then you thought that was the comeback now this is the comeback just a year removed from a terrible single car crash where we didn't think that well could he survive the crash and uh will he ever get back to the golf course not not only is he back to the golf course he's back to augusta and it looks like he's going to be playing in the Masters. I get tired of the same old stories over and over again. For whatever reason, I'm not yet fed up with the Tiger Woods coming back story. Because he's had to come back from, what, his wife hitting his car with a golf club and the, all that uh, crap. Substance abuse, The alcohol. Perkins waitress. It's, it's not like this is small stuff that he's coming back from. Like, 
kind of like the Brett Favre retires, unretires thing. Like, that's lame. That got old. Yeah. Tiger is coming back from a significant setback every single time, which is, I think, what makes it so interesting. Yeah. And uh, I guess I, I'm still I'm still into the story. I, I, I wanted to ask this to Mully. Are you stupid if you... And let's just say top 10. Are, are you stupid if you bet Tiger Woods to finish top 10 in the Masters with his first event coming back, not fully healthy, all that? Or are you stupid if you don't take plus money for Tiger to finish top 10 because he's Tiger freaking Woods? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what's the right side to be on there. Um, I would... I'd, I would fun, feel as, as worse a, not not to. Him. I know because it's say say you don't, and then Tiger makes this. You know he he has a great tournament and ends up making the cut. Not only making the cut, but finishing on the leaderboard in top ten at the Masters. And you're sitting there, man, going, man, I really wish I would have bet on Tiger making top ten. Where if you bet on him making top 10 and he doesn't it's, then it's like okay well it's, it's like alabama in the championship exactly i took bama and i didn't feel terrible the same exact bama. situation like i'm i would take tiger to finish top 10 all day it would it would make for a good time i mean to sit there and try to keep up with tiger which everybody's going to be keeping up with tiger anyway um but like i said if he doesn't make the top 10 First of all, kudos to you, Tiger, for coming back a year removed from that terrible, terrible uh, car crash. I keep thinking, you know, I'm ready to see Tiger play golf again. We actually we saw him play golf with Charlie back in December. I forgot about the PNC Championship, which they won. Uh, no, they did not win. I'm sorry. John Daly and his son won. Um, but we have seen Tiger play some golf uh, since that wreck, but uh, a lot different here in Augusta. I'm trying to find the, uh, the number for Tiger finishing top ten and it's out there somewhere he's plus 450 to finish top 10 mm-hmm. <laughs> I, uh, yeah I'd, I'd, again i'd rather do it than miss out on it if it does happen yeah but going back with, to what you said and what started the conversation the crowds yeah uh, at the practice rounds for him uh, he's been there for about what a week now because he was he was playing augusta last week he did like a little practice run to see if he was healthy enough or whatever. Yeah. So, and uh, what I've seen, or what I've heard, what I've seen, I've seen some videos of Tiger uh, hitting some warm up chip shots and, and hitting the range and stuff. He looks good uh, hitting the golf ball. And uh, I've also heard from, uh, you know, from Twitter, you can hit, get a lot of information from social media that he's looking good on the course as well. Uh, and I think he played nine holes this morning. Uh, for a final decision and i think he's going to be ready to roll all right chandler scroll up and let's uh let's go through our our facebook comments steve hill gets it rolling with the clippers susan dean says hashtag fire matt rule kevin says what's up guys he also said love the shirts chandler's going with the uh what is that material that is the polo uh pirate radio polo shirt very light shirt very it's like very thin yeah and I've got the more. It's this one's a little thicker, like a bowling. That's like a bowling a, uh, shirt, like a yeah, mechanic. I don't know. I actually kind of was hesitant to wear this because it's black and it is kind of it's warm outside. It is. It's a toaster. Robert says hello, 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 Robert. He also <laughs> oh, hey Court. He also says Jackie Bradley Jr. is back. Robert is a Red Sox fan, and I guess uh, JBJ is back in Boston. Hmm. Uh, what else do we got? Kyle was talking about a um, 
Well, Kyle, it is illegal to gamble in North Carolina, so you would have to cross state lines to make that Tiger Woods. What's bet. that symbol? Am I only seeing this on my? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Hmm. Uh, Susan says, and people complaining Georgia peach ice cream sandwich not being available due to supply issues. Get a life. <laughs> I have not heard that story. I have not heard about that, Susan. Georgia but, uh, peach ice cream sandwich. I don't know if I even want to try one of those. <laughs> but Where is the Georgia peach ice cream sandwiches? <laughs> I have not uh, heard that complaint. So uh, Have you seen the prices for you know the menu? Everything's like, cheap, right? Very cheap. Like a yeah. dollar, two dollars. I think the most expensive might be four dollars. Yeah. But it's like Shirley said. People were paying... You know, burning through their wallets to get there and buy a ticket. Right. So might as well just, you know, get the concession items cheap. So. Um, our smoking buddy Steve at uh, Minji's Coliseum, <laughs> this is unrelated to anything, uh, just contacted me and you on Twitter and said, I've changed my mind on Plumley. He's back on my bleep list and Hayward can join him. <laughs> Brutal performance by the Hornets tonight, uh, last night in the fourth quarter. That was ugly. They were winning late in the third and ended up losing by like 30 points. Close to 30 points. Gross. So. Uh, and Joe has a question for Eric Ward that we will uh, be asking him when he joins us in just a moment. Uh, Kyle says the problem uh, is not going to be Tiger with the swing. It's going to be the weather. Oh, sorry. It's weather is right. Gosh. This is a, I don't care about the weather. I don't know I if you're doing talk to don't text. Talk about the weather. But I'm, this this is bending my brain to read this. I'm going to read it just like he typed it. Okay. The problem is not going to be with his swing. It's gone. The weather is right leg and hold up with the walking of the course. <laughs> so <laughs> I think I, I think I know what you're saying. Rather. <laughs> okay let's just move along eric ward will join us next if you have a question for eric regarding the big weekend on tap here in greenville you can uh, chime in on facebook twitter give us a call 317-1250 we'll be back with more on pirate radio live here on a lovely wednesday after this to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is AJ McMurphy's. AJ's has daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio. Perfect for some outdoor dining. There's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia with our very own Clip Brock on Wednesday night. And AJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an AJ's day. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is Clip Rock. All right, a lot of our regulars might be out tonight due to East Carolina baseball. So if you want to come out and try to win, tonight take, might be your night. You might want to slide in there and try to take uh, CJ's crown. That's we, right. You were you were the you were the winner last week, were you not? Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, are you going to the be crown. there? Take it. Oh, by the way, speaking of CJ being here, uh, 
Kevin said CJ decided to work today. Excuse me. Wow. Yikes. Wow. And CJ will be working tonight at the East Carolina baseball game, so his team will not be there. Eric Ward and his crew will not be there because they will be out at Clark LeClaire. So uh, come on out at 8 o'clock. We'll have the game on at AJ's and uh, got a fun baseball round, a lot of football, basketball, uh, a few Masters questions in there as well coming up tonight, 8 o'clock at AJ McMurphy's. But it is a huge week here in greenville kind of gets uh kicked off tonight with east carolina baseball taking on old dominion at 6 30 eric ward director of marketing fan engagement at east carolina joining us eric good to see you man good to see you too you ready for the weekend yeah it's a lot <laughs> so where where does it all begin so uh, the i guess really the cookers are coming in noon friday and so really from then until the end of baseball on sunday it's pretty much constant action on campus let's start with stuff outside of the spring game so what all is going on outside of the football exhibition that'll take place saturday so the most morbid tradition in college sports the parade of pigs oh yeah uh, you know the cooking i believe we have uh, about 30 cooks this year uh gonna have a good time underneath the stadium on uh friday night seven o'clock will be the actual parade of pigs uh so it's always a really really cool time uh saturday action really kicks off about 10 a.m we have uh, live music we have a really comprehensive kid zone there's a touch a truck uh thing there's a car show there's some vendors uh so it's probably a little bit closer to what the pigskin pig out used to be at least in my five now six springs here this would be definitely the most that we've done for this weekend so that is awesome uh joe had a question he just sent in a, a link to a youtube video of the first great pirate I have purple that gold video. pigskin pig out and you need to take some time and watch that 10 minute video or whatever it is it's 1984 larry zonka yeah and other uh he says miller light stars came his uh, question Luke powell used to come to that oh wow his question eric and it was now with nil deals why can't ecu athletics have miller light as a sponsor of the purple gold pigskin pig out party like it used to be uh i think we could i just don't think it's been sold as that sponsorship right so it's doable it just hasn't been done but feel free to call if you'd like to sponsor miller light (laughs) yeah you'll take them uh absolutely so all right so uh, once again friday things get underway you're gonna have a lot of events out there where where is everything going to be so friday night will be on the north side of the stadium and you can park there for free the event's free it's just the the parade and uh seeing all the different displays i think that's one of the really cool things very unique to us for college football and then uh on saturday the action starts at 10 a.m and also all the parking will be on the north side and in lower Minji's lot 10 a.m is that and when can you go out and get your plate of, uh, uh, that will begin sales at 10 okay yeah. all right awesome so if you want some morning barbecue we, we have it for you <laughs> barbecue for breakfast is always uh always a win all right so what is the uh what else is on the calendar for saturday so we do have a softball game actually just got moved uh to three o'clock and then baseball's at four so one of the things that we're doing is having the premium lot where most of our fans park for baseball is going to be cleared out after the spring game so that when uh it comes time to park and tailgate for baseball it'll be open just like normal and what time is the actual spring game Twelve thirty. okay yeah, Twelve thirty. So it should be a little bit over an hour long game uh am expecting a pretty good crowd for that any uh any events like uh I don't know, Pearl Jam playing at halftime of the spring game or anything? <laughs> no. no. Uh, we do have spare change. They're playing in the morning, kind of the nice. uh, entertainment out in, yeah. the, uh, in the lot. So that'll be good. Um, 
but uh, I believe Peyton Winstead was going to play, but uh, uh, I guess he got some other gigs, so I guess you know he's not. He got a bigger be, deal. Yeah, but, yeah, he's kind of getting big. Yeah, so he was going to do uh, a part of it, but uh, we'll get him somewhere else down the road. Good deal. Eric Ward joining us here in the Pirate Radio Studios. Big weekend on tap. Uh, what else, do, if anything, do fans need to know that are attending this Friday, Saturday, Eric? Everything's free, uh, at least for the football portion of all this. So uh, it's a really cool community event. Uh, I'm kind of excited about the car show. That is something that's brand new. Uh, and I believe it's a $20 entry. So I know Zach Womack's actually going to have a car out there, a retro, uh, like 60-something. Wow, Mustang. okay. <laughs> um, wow. But you can drive up on, on Saturday and actually participate in that. And then I know for the touch-a-truck portion, there's a lot of vehicles, tractors, and things like that that kids can get on and take pictures. So Very kid-friendly events. Yeah, I mean, it, it'll be a lot of fun. So I'm actually really looking forward to it. It should be great weather this weekend, too. And Sunday is Bark at the Park, correct? Yeah, yeah Bark at the Park. So what uh, what does that entail? Uh it's really as simple as you bring your dog. I mean, we have a section in the jungle uh, that you basically, there's a form that has to uh, be filled out that says the dog is vaccinated or, or not vaccinated. Uh, get your shots, whatever it is that they have to have. And Dogs uh, have to have the COVID shots yeah, yeah, or the, other the COVID, shots? COVID, uh, the <laughs> Pfizer. Uh, the, uh, anyway, and then uh, you can just enjoy the game with your dog in the jungle. And, and there's no limit on it? Like if every fan has a dog? Then <laughs> then that, that would be a good problem to have. <laughs> and I think we would reevaluate. Just packed seats full of pups uh, yeah. coming up. Yeah. And let's get those dogs barking while the other team is in the batter's box. Yeah, I told Casey he needs to just play Who Let the Dogs Out constantly. Because when they actually like do the barking in the song, I've done several of these games, the dogs always bark to it. All right. Maybe some DMX, get him barking, get the dogs barking out there. It's a good home field advantage. No doubt. Uh, Wichita State coming to town this weekend and old dominion tonight eric and uh, as we look outside looks like a pretty good move uh to move this game from tuesday to wednesday a beautiful weather and uh perfect hopefully it should be a good crowd tonight yeah i saw a few of the students already pulling into tailgate so should be a good crowd tonight awesome stuff all right eric uh anything else we need to know here uh just season tickets still available we just had our priority deadline uh I believe I saw a thread on one of the message boards recently about reseeding. This is not a reseeding year, uh, so we're through the priority deadline. Sales are going really, really well, so uh, continue to get your season tickets. Let's pack out Dowdy this fall. What's your favorite message board, and what is your burner account name? Oh, I, I don't have a burner account. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> but uh, I... I uh, I tell you which board I do not like, and you know which one, and I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I love them all. They are super entertaining. No, they are very Keep it coming, I people. actually really do like the, the message board uh, fans here at ECU compared to my previous two schools. We're way really? more entertaining on the boards. Good. Good like to hear. It. Good to hear. All right, Eric Ward joining us. Eric, we'll let you uh, get back to work, and uh, we will talk to you again soon, man. Appreciate if you need anything it. from us, let us know. Thanks, guys. Eric Ward, uh, ECU fan engagement marketing, and uh, joining us today to talk about what is going on and uh appreciate you joining us today take a time out come back molly shirley where do you see molly's uh shirt today what a shirt don't just wait just wait be patient what a gym i'm not allowed to, to I guess, I mean, see the can, shirt it's a surprise it. yeah just can to, i stand up real quick go and look ahead at it? take a look at it yes molly rocking a sweet shirt today the answer to all of Major League Baseball's all-star game problems. We'll talk about that, too. Lies with Mully. All right, we'll talk about that with Mully, and we'll have our 2022 <laughs> Masters Fantasy Draft when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this.
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, mark your calendars on April 23rd. Christie's Europub is celebrating 20 years of business, and they want you to help celebrate by coming out to Christie's for a day of full of drinks, food, and fun. Come and enjoy live music from the Still Shakers, Mac and Juice, and David Dixon. The party starts at 12. For menu items, drink specials, or more information that you may need, be sure to check out their website at christieseuropub.com. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, thank you, Charlie. David Dixon is a professional musician, and when I was in high school, I was the lead singer of a band called The Lads. And we performed at Battle of the Bands at the Attic. And we were defeated. We came in second place. Runner-up to David Dixon, who just put together a couple of guys that night. They were called One Night Stand. And they defeated us. And it's not fair that a professional musician won an amateur contest. I kind of thought this was getting ready to be like an April Fool's joke when you started with you were the lead singer. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> you guys don't think I could be a front man? No. Well... No, I've heard you sing. You've got some pipes. Well, Molly doesn't believe in me. So, well, welcome to the show, Mike. Yeah, it's good to see you. I'm going to call you Mike. Mike. Nice hat. <laughs> nice face. Yeah. Uh, nice shirt. For real, for real. Savannah Bananas. Shirley's jealous. Did you get her one? No, I didn't know she wanted one. Did you bring one. some for the class? I didn't know everybody <laughs> wanted one. That is sweet, I man. Won't, I actually want one of their jerseys. They have these. They have these sweet looking jerseys that they have for sale. Well, you said you have a, a guy. What you train? Yeah, a former, yeah, former player, uh, Newburn kid, uh, Matt Salter is with the Bananas right now. That's awesome. Yep. I mean, that is something to put on your resume. Not like this guy's in the major leagues. This guy's here. I got a guy on the Savannah. Bananas. He's a banana. He's a banana. I guess one right now they're doing the bananas versus the party animals in their little Harlem Globetrotter type world tour. I think they were in. Daytona Beach last weekend or something, but they, uh, yeah. So they they kind of shuffle the shuffle the lineups, if you will, to to uh, play those games. The Washington Generals of baseball would there be the go. party animals. Hopefully, uh, the Washington but, Commanders are not the Washington Generals of football. The uh, the party animals wear sleeveless jerseys. There, <laughs> they look more like softball players than they do baseball <clears throat> they're, players. They're they're the the unions are quite attractive. Molly is a fascinating individual, uh, old school in many ways, but enjoys this aspect of it. While we're on the topic, Shirley says the MLB All Star Game should go the banana route. They would, they would never do it. Uh, it they it, would never do it, but I think that that would give that it be the entertainment. Game. Yeah. Well, I like it because of the entertainment value. I mean, no, that's the, and that's their whole thing. I, you know, listen at this point baseball's jumped so many sharks who cares what they do i mean we're, we're now i know you're a traditionalist well, i mean but we're going to the the, the the base romance of of or part of the romance of the game of baseball is signs and watching the coach go through the signs and the coach practicing giving the signs to make sure everything's how it needs to be and ever and now we're just going to eliminate that i mean you're taking away a huge part of the game period all of a sudden i was i was on the ride over thinking you know figure we'd talk about this i was thinking you know my my kids at some point are going to tell their kids you know i remember when they used to give signs in baseball and that is just incredibly foreign to even think about and the fact that they're doing this under they start off with the uh, pace of play deal that is utter bull crap and i just saw yesterday the first 
on the field explanation from an umpire after a review which just makes the game even longer no i don't know if they wanted to look like the nfl but I, now the umps out there saying after further review the runner was out at second base right two outs yeah. so i guess eventually we'll eliminate the hand signs from the umpires too because they're just talking they'll go he's out strike one (laughs) strike (laughs) ball i mean we'll just eliminate everything that that ever has meant anything to the game of baseball but i mean to do away with the the signs i mean that's you know i i don't know i I don't even know like i know how i feel about it but but i don't know how i feel about it if that makes sense it's Mm -hmm. kind of a it's kind of a a void like i mean really i in sign stealing well, I mean, has always been part of it. That's that's kind of been part of the game. No, it didn't kind of. It is, and it's you know it's one of those things where you know you you vary your signs. You have signs with runners on second base. You have there's all kind of what you formerly you did. Formerly, the game known as baseball had signs, and they that you switch. So that was all part of the coaching and the we've got our own set of hands hand signals that you don't know. You know, it's it's kind of part of the fraternity of being on that team. I kind of go along the thought process of like you know the old saying, "We keep scoring until you stop us from scoring." It's the same way with signs. We'll you know if change them if, if you don't want change, to steal them. Yeah, if you if we kind of figure out your signs, well, don't complain about it. Change your signs up. That's well, it. And I, it'll be curious to see how far down into the game this goes. I don't, I don't mind the car the card thing. I, the electronic deal is kind of what. I would, over the top so i actually somebody was telling me about it and i'm and i hadn't seen anything this couple of days ago and i'm like there's no way and i like looked it up and they, they, i mean the the pitcher's wearing a receiver in that's a, a little much yeah well i've sent you on that's twitter a lot before. Much. i've sent you on twitter like tennessee has the like an apple watch right that's right yeah like, i i mean it, it's and i also wonder if part of this is we're not seeing you know so baseball has kind of gone the way of uh, AAU basketball in that, hey, kind of like you were mentioning the band that beat you guys, hey, let's get a group together go try to win this tournament. It's unfair. Okay, well, what they do is they'll go get the best players they could get, go play in that tournament. Well, you can't very well put in a sign system when you're just introducing all these players at the same time, mm-hmm. right? You yeah. you would have to be – you know, it used to be like if, if there was no other sign system, you went TBS, take bunt steel, take at the top, B for belt, some kind of swipe. A, a belt B for bunt, which was normally around your belt, and some type of swipe was still. But you would have an indicator before that. So it might be like, I might have to go nose, ear, belt. You know that's bunt. Anything after that's garbage. Two swipes takes it off. So, uh, something like that. Well, you, you're you playing. If you thought enough to bring these types of players together and you're playing in, a, in an environment that means that much to you, then the easiest thing to do is make it as simple as possible. And that's when you start seeing stuff like this come out. You know, and it's, I mean, I, to me, it's its its a travesty. I, I think the, the game is just, man, the game is on life support at the youth levels. I mean, and, th- and I say that, then you look at what happens at, at Greenville Little League, which is incredible. But then you look at what's happening at other little leagues around Eastern North Carolina that aren't Greenville. And that, too, is incredible, but not in the same way. How about Conley? We had Jason Mills, Dixon Williams, Matthew Mateus in yesterday. They are headed to carry to mm-hmm. take on the best teams in the nation during their regular season. That, that's a big deal for those guys. Well, and they've been doing that for a few years too. And it, 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 look, it makes it very convenient with the USA Baseball yeah. Complex being in carry. And um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it, almost is that like showcase baseball jumping into the high school ranks? It's kind of a similar thought process, yeah. and it's one of those things that. And I'm not saying that it happens here, but 
uh, in, in other parts of the of the of the state and certainly of the country, you have to have enticements like that to get these kids to want to play because they don't feel like I'm getting any exposure. That's the point, right? Yeah. The, the culture of 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 I, I again, I'm probably going to have somebody come up and say something to me, and that's fine. Um, in my opinion, the culture of youth sports right now is all about where you're going to play next year. You know what I mean? I, I, I have long said AAU was the start of this whole transfer thing because everybody's playing on a different team every yeah, year. Everybody's a free agent. So and you just, you're right. You go to the highest bidder yeah. and you go play for uh, this coach can help, you know, can help me get exposure to go to or because I have such and such team name on we've forgotten to play for the name on the front of the jersey yeah you know and the pride of and, and i'm not saying any local high schools i think we're a little bit immune to that here because there is so much pride in our local programs but as you look at it uh, uh more globally i mean there are players that are saying listen I, I'm, I'm gonna forego my high school or maybe I, i'm gonna be homeschooled uh i'm gonna work with a trainer do these things all day every day uh i'll play homeschool league which turns into showcase league and then i'll go out with one of the premier teams in the country on the weekends and it's just not i mean i don't know man it, it, it the, the, well, big, the problem is a very again if everybody's doing that like you gotta keep up like it's do you if you're good enough it doesn't matter yeah if you're good enough it doesn't matter it, it, and I, I think it's it's but that's what the parents say I, what, if, what, if johnny's down the streets doing it we got to do it for our because boys. the industry as a business has done such a great job of propagating that into your heads you know what i mean of saying and, and look i'll tell you because i have been the one to recruit a player drive to virginia beach go to an american legion game and know that when i'm going all right it's going to take me you know two and a half hours to get there i'm going to get there for bp i'm gonna watch in and out i'm gonna watch a nine inning game there's probably not going to be extremely well played i'm looking for this one kid maybe there's a couple kids on the field uh but i'm looking at a you know 12 hour commitment to go up there with with you know with the budgets that we've worked with other places you're 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 making that commitment to go up there turn around and come back so i mean i i get it's way more convenient to put all these players in one place and watch them all play but you know i I don't know it's just what what are we playing the game for? I think is what the question comes down to. Mike Mullis, former bird dog, joining us. Yeah, right? I bird dogged a bunch. Yeah. When you're retired and rich at 65 or whatever, you want to go back to bird dog? Uh, yeah. I don't know. It, it, and again, that's part of the game that's kind of lost too. It used to be that a lot of guys had affiliate scouts. They had bird dogs, and they you know they could kind of cover more. But even the the way of the scout is going. You know, now it's a lot of video. It's a lot yeah. of let me see your stats. Let me see you know all the. The, the metrics that come from all the technology. I need you to talk with this guy, Molly. All right, you fly me out. No, we're going to zoom it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's exactly right. It's just a different day, man. And, and as it relates to the core reason that you play a team sport is to learn how to be a team. Right, and, and and winning is secondary to that. Right? Well, you still get it, but like you're saying, it's no, no you don't lower. I'm saying it's like lower and lower levels. Like, yeah, but even if you if you're a really good 12 year old player, you might play for three travel teams. Yeah, that's true. Oh well. So anyway, I don't know. I it's toothpaste out of the tube. Well, that's what Jeff Charles would say if he was sitting here right now. Yeah, that's one of my favorite sayings too. Uh, where are we? Oh, I had one more question. Why, why did I see that they're making the bases bigger? Yeah, what that's is the reason for that? Supposed to be a safety thing, from what I understand. And and, and I don't know. And they'll be more likely to be safe calls uh, because you've got more square area you i don't know, get square it. inches to how, slide how is it into safer well because it keeps the cleat away from the player 
if I'm on, you know, if, if I'm on, if I'm on a, a uh, twelve inch bag like as opposed to a fourteen, into, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. you know, if I got another six inches to get into, uh, I'm gonna have some, you know, some some room to to not come as close to the spikes or and, and like make, i said there should be more safe calls that's going to be ma- that's going to make it harder on the tag though that's right? it should be more safe calls so it introduces more offense there'll be more safe calls uh, yeah there's echo in here <laughs> luckily chandler picked up the fact that though it'll be a further tag and that hence there'll be more safe calls. more safe calls. <laughs> more safe calls correct i think they should just go nuts well, with it, it and have it like halfway between first and second just a huge. big old giant base where you could lay down like they call tom and you, you could dive down. on the base yeah uh, i and, and you know what i it there is just no telling where the game's going yeah i mean they're, they're just i don't know if they make the ba- the bases bigger they've got to get rid of the the glove that no, these base I, well, that's the other thing these these, these oh, i hate that thing well these hitters now the, the, they go to the plate man they they are there is as much protection there i mean they are just short of wearing a suit of armor <laughs> yeah. i feel like i, I don't Between know if he did but barry wrist, bonds did barry thumb. bonds kind of start that trend bonds he was wearing you're right yeah he, had, he had the huge elbow pad yeah. and you know but you you could do the, the the face piece on the mask you can do the elbow pad you could do the hand guard and when a guy gets walked that poor bat boy the guy's up there he takes off everything the bat boys run into yeah. the dugout looks like my kids taking laundry <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, baseball, gotta love it. America's pastime. Uh, yeah, I, 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 and that's that is in the past. It, I, it really is, man. <laughs> I, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I would have rather have seen seen them go to seven inning games. If you're worried about the time limit, go to seven inning games. We would see far better pitching, more consistently, and let them play baseball. Now, I would not have loved that, but at least it would be true to the nature of the game. They also does this start this year? Right? They banned the shift. I think it's is it this year or next year? It might be next year. Anyway, and it might you know the way they're going to do gonna it be a disaster. Put it into minor leagues. It's all about offense. I, I mean, hate that's, banning the shift. Know, I don't know how you tell a team how they can line up on the field. Well, and you know, I think there's been some talk about lowering the mound. So if they go back to lowering the mound, now it's flatter. Guys have a better chance. There's not as much. T- I mean, it's just yeah. you know, come on. All right, let's talk some golf. Molly, did you? Yeah, I'm sure you've seen the crowds this week of the the guys practicing. And it looks like Sunday at Augusta with these crowds. They are back in full force. Yep. It looks awesome. How much is all that to like go out there on a Monday or Tuesday? Oh, tickets are nothing. I mean, so, very inexpensive. You just have to enter a lottery to get them. Right. Even, you, even those practice rounds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not um, – that's that's the one of the beauties of the Masters is that they, they have they – have, held the, the test of time tradition-wise from a you know a pricing standpoint i promise you if you're fortunate enough to get tickets and you decide to sell those tickets oh man you're, you're gonna make quite a bit of money relative to what your investment was which is very much frowned upon by the uh, fine folks at augusta i'm sure they probably like keep a lookout on who's doing that and, oh yeah and everything uh all right so we are going to do oh one more question i was just setting you up to call me a moron here so go ahead and get out moron of that. thank you Am I more of a moron if I take Tiger Woods, if I like put money on him to finish uh, in the top 10? Because, dude, the guy hadn't played in forever. He's hurt, whatever. Or am I more of a moron if I let that big plus money pass because it's Tiger freaking Woods? He's going to come out. He's going to play great. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll be happy to answer that question for you after we do our draft. Okay. Because somebody may may deem to go with tiger early on and fair I, enough i mean i think that would be a, and it might be you i think it'd be a great move or it might not be you oh you just tipped your hand i think uh all right so let's do a drawing i'm going to call out a name you tell me what order they'll be picking we're going to go snake draft everyone don't go over the rules it'll take forever let's just get to the draft 
pick a number. Uh, this is for Clip. <laughs> what position's Clip picking? Fourth. All right, thank you. What about Mully? Third. All right, what about Chan Man? I don't know. Oh. Two. Second. What about Shirley Rhodes? One or five? Yeah, interesting. Five. So oh. you get five, Damn. but you do get five and six, Shirley. I couldn't do it. So CJ, <laughs> she just hit me. you get the first pick. <laughs> I get the first pick? I yeah. yeah. I hit yeah. you because you were the closest. <laughs> All right, CJ, let's get the draft underway. You are on the clock. All right, let's. I guess let's go Justin Thomas. Dang it. All right, CJ going with JT, Justin Thomas. It, Mully, we'll do a brief. You're our brief Mel Kuyper. What do you think about the pick? All right, JT. It's a great pick. All right, there you go. Chandler. Uh, I'm going to go with the favorite, John Rahm. John Rahm. Mully, John Rahm, second off the board. Uh, always plays well at uh, at Augusta and has been right there. Uh, and I thought former winner. Mike Mullis, you are on the clock, sir. I'm going to go Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler. Mully, what do you think about Mully taking Scotty Scheffler? He is brilliant. <laughs> All right. That would be bad if you uh, disagreed with the pick. Scotty Scheffler, that brings up the old Clipper. Uh, let me go with... I heard somebody say uh, this earlier today. You know, people are forgetting about Dustin Johnson. I'm not going to forget about him. I'm taking him. Molly, what do you think about that I, pick? I, I'm not in law. I, I, he's going to be there. Uh, I think he'll be there late, but I, something about DJ. I don't, I don't know. I, he's just not playing uh, great golf right now. All right. Thank you for your honesty. Shirley, you have back-to-back picks. Brooks Kepka. Brooks Kepka. Molly, what about Kepka in Augusta? Great pick. Would have been my next one. All right. Shirley, you're up. Um, I'm going to go with Colin Morikawa. Mm, very good pick. I Both almost... of those were on my to-get list. Well, I guess, should I have taken Morikawa? That was my other... Well, I mean, yeah, sure, you should have. All right, easy. easy. Let's be friends. In here. retrospect. All right. All right, I am next up, and I'm going to go with. Hmm. Maybe it's a reach, but uh, Ryder Giles, big golf guy, gave me some names the other day he's looking at. And he said he likes Xander Shoffley yep. to put I together like a good four days in Augusta. I'm going to take Xander Mully, you're up. I'm going to go uh, Patrick Cantlay. Mm, your thoughts? He's good. Okay. Chandler. Give me Cameron Smith. Cam Smith. I like that one, too. Love yeah. the look and love the game. Australian. Love the country. Slash love, continent. You like Vegemite? Never had it. Nastiest stuff on mm. earth. Well, I have had Vegemite, and it is... It's not great, Cheryl, but I, on, nasty stuff on Earth, I think, might be a mm. little bit of a strength. Like now, that. Australian delicacy, Tim Tams, fantastic. The nastiest stuff on Earth is stuck in Clip's mustache. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Folks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that wasn't that good, guys. Oh, it was good. It was pretty good. It was good. It was pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, CJ, back to back. All right. Uh, anybody taking Spieth yet? No. no. All right. Molly. Hovland. No, it's not your pick. I wanted you to talk about Jordan Spieth. You don't. No, I'm just saying Hovland. I just... <laughs> All right. Uh, CJ, you're up. Uh, Rory. All right. Jordan Spieth, Rory McIlroy. Chandler. Um, go ahead. 
<laughs> Leave Molly as a guy. No, go ahead. I'd, I'm going to go DeChambeau. Oh, God. I know you're... I know he is so bad. You're talking about overrated. I would take some side action and he won't make the cut. Has he been playing? Hey, he's beat up. But I mean, he's... Yeah, I mean, it's just... He's it's, oh. he's brutal. He'll try to overpower the course. It's going to be wet. I don't know. All right. Uh, Mully, Victor Hovland. Nope. Hideki Matsuyama. Whoa! The old curveball from Mike Mully. Oh, you're going to go back-to-back winners? Yeah, sure. It's a very rare thing, but again, I also am looking guys to finish. I need cut makers yeah, cut. for, oh, okay. for the way our point right. system. He was paying well attention. Done. Well done. He's always listening. He'll, he'll trick you like that. Okay. okay. All right, I'm up again. Huh. How many picks we have left, by the way, too? Uh, you have one pick left. Oh, I know who your guy is now. I was trying to think about who it was. Hmm. Who what was? Your player. Your guy. Well, I said it out loud. I said Hovland. That's who oh, I Oh, yeah, I should pick. take Molly's guy. I'll take Victor Hovland. Yeah. You're overthinking this thing, Chan. I, I, I thought you were you're, talking you're, about you're, you're, now. Again, you're, you're Stop overthinking. Stop saying names that haven't been drafted. Surely, back-to-back. Will Zalatoris. Yeah. Good pick. So he came on the scene last year at Augusta, right? Yeah, he did. Wake Forest guy, uh, young, <laughs> relatively new to the tour. Last year was his first go at it. Got All right, it. last pick, Shirley. You know what? I'm going to take the risk. I'm going to go with Tiger. <laughs> All right, Molly, you're. You can call me a moron. I don't <laughs> no, care. I don't. No, I, would. I don't go care. Go with it. Go with it. No, uh, I, look, I have no skin in this game. Really, I don't. Well, you're going to have a little bit of skin. Yeah, I, yeah, I, but. I, I, I think it would be an incredible story. Do I think the possibility is there? I, man, I, it is. It's it Tiger. would be a long it's, shot. It's hard to bet against him, but at the same time, it's yeah. If if you were betting the mortgage, I don't think you could go that route. No, I'm not betting the mortgage. No, I, well, I, I said if I'm now betting you gave dinner. me permission to call you a moron. I did not do it, so you cannot be ugly at me. <laughs> I'm not. And I'm, I just can say, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not betting the there. mortgage on that. You all know, right. I, that's all I'm saying. I'm not betting the mortgage. All right, mortgage shall not be bet. Um, I got my next guy. Hmm. It's everybody's last pick now, right? Yeah. How about Phil? Anybody gonna take Phil? Phil's not there. He'll be available for you. Whoops, sorry. Did I just ruin the joke? Oh, CJ probably would have taken. I mean, no, I was just trying CJ, to. He's not here, so. Well, he's he's uh, tending to okay. a guest in we'll, the building. We'll suggest so. Phil Mickelson when he gets back. Um, okay. I guarantee you, he doesn't know that. He didn't hear me. Jeez, I don't know. Um, who is my wild card this week? I like. I don't know. I like having this guy. Give me Webb Simpson. Okay. What do you think about Webb Simpson, Molly? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I. He's a golfer. He, no, and look, he's he's yeah. he's historically done okay there. I mean, we'll see what happens. Right. That's not Phil our, Mickelson's still on the board. Molly, your last pick. You know, I, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go HV three. See, now I feel bad that I didn't take him. So you're taking him, thinking he's gonna make this cut. Or has I'm taking him thinking my other three will make the cup for sure. Oh, and this will be just a And fun. this will be just a great time to cheer for him. This is a... Okay, I like that. You yeah. got a lot of confidence in your first three, and you're going with HV3 here. All right, Chan, man. Now, you said you, I don't, you I, found a guy you like, right? I don't, I don't think he's on here. I hope to God. Louis Oosthuizen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's on here. And I like him. I like that. You like just like saying his name. I know, but he, I, no, I like his game too. I tell you what, I love watching him swing the club, man. Yeah. It is it's just pure butter. All right, steal the draft, perhaps there, Chandler. CJ, last pick. Okay, I missed a couple picks, so uh-huh. if somebody took Shane Lowry, let me know. He is available. Okay, are you sure you don't want Phil? Yes. 
<laughs> and the picks are in. All right, Molly, that was fun doing that with yeah, you. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> no, I mean it. That was. That was I know, no, but you I, just I, sound I, so sarcastic. No, everything you I say, felt like you meant that. You yeah, meant that. that was great. That was great. <laughs> I'm having a blast. <laughs> <laughs> Your voice is getting higher and higher. Uh, uh, it's the same way as if you were to be sarcastic. That was incredible. <laughs> That was so fun. Hey, thank y'all for participating. And uh, now what, we got what's something. it? What's at stake here? Well, I was going to throw a few bucks on, like ten bucks. Can we legally okay. do that? No, I mean, I, yeah, winner take all. Winner gets yeah. fifty. That's. I tell you what, your math skills. If they're they're nothing short of impressive. East Carolina education, baby. <laughs> All right, Molly. Thanks for hanging out, man. We think about the Pirates. ODU. ODU scored a lot. ECU scored a lot last time. ODU won it. What about tonight? I, I think we'll. I don't know. I don't. I, right now, man, it's hard to. It's hard to predict what's gonna. You know, what's gonna go down over there. I. I. I don't know. I. And I. I have a feeling that the staff and uh, team probably feels the same way. So, hopefully, they'll get out pitch well tonight and maybe um, you know build a little momo going into the weekend with uh, Wichita State. I was talking to a guy earlier this week and said, and we were saying, you know, maybe East Carolina never gets hot, goes on that run. But maybe they just keep gritting together two wins every weekend and winning a series. I don't know if this team's ever going to actually find it and just hit a groove. I think we might have to just grit out some weekend series wins. Yeah, I, and I'll tell you that game last Sunday, I was able to watch a lot of Man, that was a long baseball game. Four hours and, Four and a half. 40 minutes or something yeah. like that. Yeah, so it was um, – that was a long arms. one. Yeah. Hopefully Scooter, Scooter's got some more words in him because we're going to talk to him next right here on Pirate Radio he, Live. Scooter has done a – a, 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 an amazing job to go into that position and his progression has been really cool to listen to so kudos to High now, do, you, from you, ha, do you have a dog molly two okay sunday is bark at the park you gonna take them out nope there? okay you don't want them interacting with other dogs or you don't want to keep up with your dog no I, I yeah i don't i mean I, no i'm if I'm going, ball I, game. I'm going to watch a ball game right yeah. i'm not I mean, I'm not hanging out with. Uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, hey, I mean, Molly. Dogs. I don't I'm, not, I'm not taking stupid. Fido out there to run around. If, <laughs> if I want to take, I don't take him to the dog park to watch a baseball game. <laughs> you know, sometimes the most simple things said are the best. Yeah, that's the best way you can say it. I mean, right? <laughs> no, you nailed it. You're, you're, you're correct. Case dismissed. There is nobody that'll have a dog out there that give that that gives a cr- two craps about the game. But there will be two craps out at the game. Plenty. I'm sure. Plenty. All right. Molly, thanks for joining us. Yeah, sure. It's great. All right. Okay. All right. Let's take a timeout. Come back. Scooter joins us coming up next. We'll talk more Pirate Baseball. Pirates Monarchs tonight. Pirates Shockers this weekend. We'll talk about it all when we return after this. PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Town Insurance is your premier independent insurance agency. From maximizing opportunities to minimizing risk, Town's insurance advisors offer expert professional advice to clients of all sizes. 
for personal or business insurance questions, call 756-8300 today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Cliff Brock. Welcome back to the show. I really enjoy our time with Mike Mullis. Oh, man. Can never get enough of Mike Mullis. One of the best. We uh, had our fantasy masters draft, so now we all have our teams and something to look forward to. I'll uh, I'll take a picture of that and send it to everybody. I was going to see if we can go over it. Oh, real quick? Yeah. All right, CJ, your team is Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, Rory McIlroy, and Shane Lowry. It's nice. Not a bad setup. Some big names there. Chandler, you have John Rahm, Cameron Smith, Bryson DeChambeau, and Louis Oosthuizen. Louis Oosthuizen. That's, that's a solid team there. Mully has Scotty Scheffler, Patrick Cantlay, Hideki Matsuyama, and Harold Varner the Third. Clip has Dustin Johnson, Xander Shoffley, Victor Hovland, and Webb Simpson. Charlie has Brooks Kepka, Colin Morikawa, Will Zalatoris, and Tiger Woods. I love Shirley's first two picks. I wish I had them instead of Dustin Johnson. Uh, those are the teams. What do you think? I like it. I like everybody's team. I like that Mully went with HV3, his first Masters. Uh, looking to make a cut, make, get him some points uh, just by making the cut. I think he can make the cut. I like Shirley's, you know, pick with tiger woods uh because that was a topic of discussion about you know should you take him to finish top 10 should you not would i be a moron if i did would we I could all moron? be sitting here monday moron if i if i didn't we'll be sitting here monday we could be saying how in the world did we let tiger woods go to the last round you know or we could say well he is not healthy and he missed the cut by eight but strokes. good for him for trying i guess you're gonna say that good i am him. good for him for trying Way to go, Ty. The upstart, pesky underdog, Tiger Woods. Another comeback. (laughs) Can't wait for the next one, Tiger. (laughs) What's he going to do? Just don't get in a wreck. I know. What's next on Hopefully it's not. I don't know. He loses a hand. uh, Who's our guy from Happy Gilmore? Chubbs? Chubbs! Yeah, Chubbs. Tiger loses a hand, but somehow still comes back and Has a fake hand like Chubbs did? (laughs) And the Masters. That would be awesome. Uh, That That would be awesome. (laughs) All right, let's, uh, let's talk a little baseball now with Scooter. Scott Rogers joins us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Get you ready for tonight's game this weekend and recap what just went down in Cincinnati. Scooter, how you doing today, man? Good, thanks for having me on today, Clip. So, uh, first question, what's it like to call a four-and-a-half-hour baseball game? <laughs> that, was, uh, that was an interesting one on Sunday. I think I was on the air if you include the, include the pre and the post game show for over five hours on Sunday, and man, without being a yeah, without being a road game too, not having a coach over there, it was uh, it was great to get under my belt though and have some experience doing it. But it was uh, <laughs> it was definitely the toughest broadcast of the year. Between that, between the the travel issues I've heard about going there and coming back, uh, man, it's good to leave with a win and with the series win, right, Scooter? That makes it a little sweeter, I got to imagine. Absolutely, and the way the way the uh, series started off as well that Friday night game, for them to come back and play so good on Saturday, and then with what happened Sunday, the back and forth, and then finally coming out on the winning side at the end, that did help smooth over some of those uh, 
travel issues, but nothing compared to what Old Dominion had to go through yeah. tonight after their Sunday matchup. Yeah, long, long drive uh, back from Florida for ODU. They'll be in town tonight facing the Pirates. We'll get to that one in a moment because the Pirates have some revenge to enact on Old Dominion coming up tonight at Clark LeClaire. Scooter, I heard, uh, talking to the players in the Players' Lounge uh, presented by Delcor on Monday, a lot of them, because I noticed there was a lot of excitement in the dugout we saw some videos on social media shot from the dugout and you could hear the guys in the background hooting and hollering and and having a good time and all the guys on monday Ryder and cj and bryson and zach said that that's about the best the dugout has been this year and you certainly need that when you're on the road You, you need that too when you're struggling but was that noticeable uh from where you were sitting scooter and and from your interactions with the players throughout the uh cincinnati series absolutely you know obviously you know friday night was a tough one but uh those last two games the dugout was very energetic in those last two contests and overall on the weekend they were as well but you know, being able to interact with these guys, especially this past weekend with traveling and everything, this is this is an interesting group of uh, uh, players for sure. But they have great personalities. You know, none of them are ever in a bad mood from what I see. And that's that's one thing I think that has helped this team so much this year, just with the tough start to the season. But, you know, they, like you said, the dugout this weekend, very energetic, and that's, that's a big reason, I think, why East Carolina was able to pull out the series with that Sunday win. As you know, Scooter, every baseball game is different. And, I mean, we saw that this weekend uh, against Cincinnati. We've seen it in midweek play as well. 2 nothing last week, the final NC State beating East Carolina in a pitcher's duel. Last time East Carolina and ODU got together, a lot of runs were put up. And uh, and maybe we'll see the same tonight. But uh, going back to, to last midweek, C.J. Mayhew looked good uh, coming out, starting for East Carolina. And you got some, some good pitching performances after him. So how about uh, tonight? You've had some time off since Sunday, Scott, so uh, arms should be fresh for Cliff Goblin. Uh, what do you think we see on the mound for East Carolina tonight? Uh, C.J. Mayhew, it looks like, will be getting the start for the Pirates tonight. Uh, but I, and probably a bullpen day really is what it looks like it's going to be, just like most of the midweek contest. Uh, I don't think we'll see 11 pitchers used <laughs> like we saw in Sunday's matchup. But uh, I think it will be a bullpen day. For the Pirates, like I said, CJ's getting a start just like he did uh, last week against NC State. And it was a good start for CJ. CJ looked good against the Wolfpack, went three innings in that one. And, you know, I think that's one thing that we've seen a lot of these bullpen guys do this year is they've made some good starts on the mound for the Pirates when they've had to in midweek action. But for East Carolina tonight against Old Dominion is definitely going to be a tough one. Old Dominion has hit. I think almost close to 60 home runs this season. I think they've hit, I think they hit five against the Pirates when we played up at ODU earlier in the year. And for the Pirates to have kept that and gone in the extra innings with that, that shows how good the Pirates have been this year in those close games. But hopefully the Pirates can get some revenge tonight over the Monarchs and come out 
with a very quality midweek win. Sky Rogers will be on the call tonight uh, as East Carolina takes on the Monarchs of Old Dominion. I guess the only constant you could easily predict now, if you, you had to put a bet down on it, would be Lane Hoover in the two-hole uh, when it comes to the lineup because we thought Bryson Worrell might have found a home at the top of the lineup. Zach Agnos moves in there, and he had a, a good weekend. Scooter had a couple of hits on uh, Friday and Sunday. A three-run scored, I believe, in that 12-run Sunday game. So Zach looks pretty good at the top of the lineup. What did you think about the, the lineup move that we saw uh, over the weekend with Agnos moving to the top? I think it was good, you know, trying to get just in a lot of these lineup changes too. I think it's just Coach Gowan trying to find some consistency in that offensive lineup. But Zach did very well this weekend. Lane Hoover, obviously, another great weekend. I believe he was five for six in the game on Sunday against Cincinnati. And then you look at the bottom of our lineup too. There's a lot of guys who form. And obviously, you had Jake and Jiggins Coward with that big home run on Saturday. He was sitting in the nine spot on Saturday. Jacob Starling with another big home run this weekend. He has been a very quality bat to have lower in the lineup. And another guy who had a great weekend as well up at Cincinnati was Alec Makarevich, too. And I think, you know, once these guys really start to get consistent at the plate, this Pirate offense is really going to turn a corner and get hot at the right time of the season. And, uh, Scooter, I'm sure you're asked this quite a bit. How in the world is Ryder Giles our best pitcher right now? He has pitched great for East Carolina. We've seen him moved out of the lineup and out of the middle of the infield, and as he's become a key weekend starter. I did not have that on my 2022 ECU bingo card going into the season. Uh, I don't think anybody did, honestly. Uh, but, you know, Ryder, you know, he, just, he keeps getting people out, and that's, that's what has kept him so good. On the mound, he still has yet to allow a run this season, I believe, which is just unbelievable to think of. But, you know, hey, whatever works right now, you know, if you got a guy who is getting people out the way Ryder is, there's no way you can't take him off the mound right now. But it's good to see us have the option, too, with Ryder and also have him as a weapon defensively as well. Scott Rogers joining us, Scooter. A busy weekend around these parts. Pirate Fest, you got the spring game, and you got three home ECU baseball games. Hopefully, uh, and I'm sure if you put the call out to the bullpen, you'll you'll find some pigs somewhere. Somebody will get you a plate of barbecue uh, this weekend, I would imagine, if you're too busy. I'm sure they will. And also to throw on that busy schedule, Greenville Little League opening weekend as well. Nice. This weekend. Uh, yep, so it's going to be a uh, it's gonna be busy between Elm and uh, Charles Boulevard this weekend. And our Braves get underway. The champion Atlanta Braves on uh, Thursday night, opening day on Thursday. Scooter, uh, looking forward to some Major League Baseball. And uh, what do you think about the Braves' chances to once again win the East and uh, and make a run? Who do you like? Uh, who, who do you like coming out of the National League this year? I obviously hope the Braves are right there, and I think pretty much the story that has been the past few years. I think it's going to be either the Braves or the Dodgers. Yeah, uh, but the Braves. The Braves this year, they've set themselves up good again. Um, obviously, had some changes with Freddie Freeman leaving. But uh, you look at our bullpen, and I know Luke Jackson the other day had the news that he's going to have to have some UCL surgery, it looks like. But you you still got Will Smith. You still got Tyler Mastic. You add Kenley Jansen to the bullpen. Yeah. Well, and I think that bullpen is going to be pretty much, I think it's going to be at least the top three in all of Major League Baseball this year. And also, you know, looking at offense, I'm intrigued to see what Matt Olson is going to do. I know he's had a very good spring. I think he had the highest average on the club throughout spring training. 
But uh, just to see how he replaces Freddie Freeman in the lineup is really the the big storyline I think I'm most intrigued about. This that, there was a moment in time where I was thinking if Freeman's not on this team when on opening day, I'm, I'm about done with the Braves. This is stupid. Just get him back. And now... If you'd have told me I'd be this excited and this optimistic, and a lot of that has to do with bringing in Matt Olson, signing him to that long-term deal, I, I mean, I have you know MVP expectations for Olson. I have really high hopes for him and, and what they're going to do. So I can't believe I'm this excited and optimistic without Freddie Freeman, but kudos uh, to the Braves for making that happen. Absolutely. And another thing to look at, too, Clip, obviously you look at last year, Ronald Senior Jr. is still not going to be in this lineup on opening day. And once he comes back, there's no telling how good this Braves team can be. You got him. You got Marcelo Zuna, who we forgot about. I mean, they they look pretty stacked, Scooter. So uh, I'm uh, I'm not even cautiously optimistic. I'm just optimistic uh, headed in to this MLB season. All right, ODU and ECU, your final thoughts, Scooter. You've seen this matchup once before. You said they can hit the long ball. What's another – thing or two you're going to watch out for tonight uh, for East Carolina to come out with a victory against Old Dominion? Another thing you can look at ODU-wise is seeing how if their uh, defense improves against the Pirates tonight. Uh, Old Dominion have three errors in that contest hmm. uh, earlier in the year against East Carolina. And the Pirates used a quite amount of pitching in that game, too. And like I said, you know, they had too many home runs against the Pirates. But I think these are two pretty even clubs. You know, all the men in, like I said, a very good club. Mr. Pirates can come out with a win tonight. That would be very big for RPI purposes for the Pirates uh, with potential postseason aspirations. All right, Scooter. I uh, appreciate the time as always, man. Enjoyed the chat. And uh, for your sake, I hope you get out of there before midnight tonight. <laughs> Thank you, Flip. Thank you, Scott Rogers. Scooter joining us today on the Pirate Radio Live Line, getting you set for East Carolina baseball coming up tonight at home against Old Dominion and this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, taking on the Shockers of Wichita State. We'll take a timeout, come back, and visit with The Voice on this lovely Wednesday. Jeff Charles joins us when we return, touch on everything going on in the world of sports. We'll talk a little Pirate football and more when we return on Pirate Radio Live. Still a lot more Pirate football to get to in Hour 3 with Bryce Williams and a practice report, our Bud Light ECU report, with Coach Mike Houston's comments following Tuesday's spring football practice. It's all ahead on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Villa Verde on 10th Street and Villa Verde Dose by the hospital are open for you, serving unique and healthy dishes from the Dominican Republic. Order online at myvillaverde.com or the Villa Verde app. You can order a family meal that feeds six to seven people, and they'll have it ready for curbside pickup today. Whether it's dine-in or takeout, Villa Verde is a platform for good. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Rock. Party back with you here on Pirate Radio Live. Looking forward to checking in with our buddy Bryce Williams in hour three of today's show, talking some pirate football. Uh, but before we get there, we need to visit with the voice, Jeff Charles, who joins us on a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live Voice. Happy Wednesday to you. How you doing? 
Cliff, I'm doing great. This is a big weekend for Pirate Baseball, isn't it? With Old Dominion coming in tonight. We'll see if the Pirates can uh, turn the tables on the Monarchs after losing up there 9-8 about three weeks ago. And then Wichita State comes in this weekend. Wichita State's coach is Eric Wedge, hmm. the former American League Manager of the Year with the Cleveland Indians, now the Cleveland Guardians. As we know, back in 2007, he had a great run there as the Indians manager for six years and then went on and also managed for about two and a half years with the Seattle Mariners and then decided to give up the major league gig, and now he's coaching college baseball. And, you know, Eric Wedge was a heck of a player, Cliff. He led Wichita State to the College World Series championship back in 1989, and I remember going out to uh, Wichita State and seeing him play at the time when the Pirates were in uh, the regional out there. And I still say to this day, it's one of the best college baseball atmospheres that I've ever seen. Wichita State really had it going back in the day with Gene Smithson there as the head coach. They were a powerhouse. And I think uh, we'll see now if Eric Wedge, who has obviously a ton of experience as a major league manager and a major league player, if he can kind of bring that magic back to Wichita State, hopefully not this weekend against the Pirates, but we'll see long-term what he can do. We are talking to Zach Agnos earlier this week. I asked what he remembers about the Shockers, and he says he remembers how bad they, and, and they being the team, but also the fans, uh, wanted to beat ECU. And, and you're right, it's probably not like it was. I remember in the 90s uh, getting my first look at Cal State Fullerton and Wichita State and college baseball and, and the powers uh, across the country, and, and they're not there uh, right now. But the, you talk about going out there for a basketball game, Jeff, and even this year, even when they have a down year, the fans are there. They're loud. They're, you say they get there early, and uh, and it sounds like they have a great fan base. And it is foreign to us here at East Carolina because we put so much into football. I guess it shows when you don't have football, Jeff, come basketball and baseball season, those folks need uh, something to do and something to cheer for, and they show up to those uh, shocker sporting events, it sounds like. Well, you're exactly right, Clip, and they disbanded the football a number of years ago, and the football stadium is still right next to the Coke Arena where they do play basketball these days, but it's used for high school. But their program in football just was not doing very well. There wasn't a whole lot of interest in it. I think financially it was not feasible for them to continue to do it. So they gave up football, and those fans now are big baseball and uh, certainly basketball fans of, at Wichita, and they've had great tradition there in, in both sports. And Wichita, Kansas is kind of Greenville on steroids, I would say, Cliff, because, you know, it's a it's a quite a bit bigger town than Greenville, but still uh, the only game in town is Wichita State. And so the whole community, much like Greenville, revolves around the university, revolves around the Shockers like they do around the Pirates here. But uh, it's it's a good town. I've enjoyed going out there with ECU. The times we have we have been out there with baseball, and also now, of course, the last few years with basketball. It's a very nice town. A lot of people come in there on the weekends from some of the smaller towns uh, around Wichita. Joe Dooley and I were talking about that on the last trip out there. He said, you know, there are a lot of people, and Joe knows Kansas as well, having been you know in Kansas for ten years. He says a lot of people come into Wichita on the weekends actually for for sporting events, or they have another large arena downtown, not where the Shockers play on campus, but I think it's a 13,000-seat arena that is downtown that has uh, all kinds of activities and entertainment in it as well. So when we were out there this past uh, year, just a few weeks ago, on a Saturday, that town was buzzing. There were a lot of people downtown, and 
a lot going on. It's a very nice uh, area with all the shopping and the restaurants. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's a good town, and they really, really support their shockers out there. Beautiful day for baseball here in Greenville to be ECU ODU tonight, then Wichita State coming in town this weekend. And Jeff will have some football to keep an eye on this weekend as well. And East Carolina is such a veteran team now and uh, have developed so much depth that I've been saying, if you want to see Holden Aylers, Rasha Harris, Keaton Mitchell – you better get there early, and you better not have high expectations on how much you're going to see them because uh, Saturday, uh, Jeff, sounds like it's going to be a day for the second stringers, the third stringers, the fourth stringers to get some action on the field at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. You've got a, a ton of known commodities uh, with this ECU football team right now, Voice, so that makes me excited to see uh, what, what's behind Holden Aylers with, with Stubblefield, with Garcia. Uh, what about... Pop McKay and, and Squire at running back, and, and who are these young receivers that are going to step up in the absence of, of Tyler Sneed? So uh, Saturday, we, we're not going to see a ton, but you'll see a little glimpse, hopefully, of the uh, the future of Pirate football, Jeff. Yeah, I think back in the day, I can remember, Cliff, when I first came here, the spring game was more like a spring game, and then Steve Logan started to de-emphasize it a little bit during his tenure, and it became more of a, a glorified kind of practice. And there was a time back again in the day when we used to broadcast the spring game on the network. We had a number of stations that carried it. And then it just became kind of difficult to do a play-by-play broadcast. And we tried to continue to do it. And what we did is we had a little bit of play-by-play going and a little bit of a talk show going at the same time. And we would invite guests to come up to the booth and we would have them on, get their perspective on the season coming up. But uh, things have changed a little bit, I think, with spring games uh really pretty much across the country. And so it's a little difficult now, a little more difficult to do play-by-play of a spring game. I think some schools still are doing them, and some schools are even televising those games. But we kind of got away from it for the very reason you're talking about, Clip. You see a lot of kids out there, and, uh, you know, sometimes the game uh, doesn't really run like a normal football game, so it kind of is a little difficult to broadcast. But yeah, and it's going to be a great uh, it's going to be a great time picking up on your point of seeing a lot of the young kids who uh, are in the program and and isn't it good to talk about all these veterans coming back this year and you know and you got the program to the point now where you're able to you know, just rest these guys a little bit and give the younger guys a chance. You don't have a bunch of guys out there having to prove themselves to win a starting position because, as you mentioned, uh, those guys are, are veteran players now and. Listening to Coach Houston this spring, he's really encouraged with the offensive line. And we all know that that's been an issue for ECU, not coaching-wise, because Steve Shankweather does such a great job, but he just has not had a whole lot of quality bodies to work with, really, until maybe last year. And then this year, it sounds like they've stockpiled a lot more offensive linemen. And as you well know, Cliff, they went through all of those injuries you know, the last year or two in the offensive line. And uh, we'll keep our fingers crossed this year that won't be the case but uh, coach houston's very uh very encouraged with the bodies he has now the depth he has the quality depth in the offensive line so i think that'll be fun to watch that uh as well see some of these newcomers maybe and some guys who haven't played very much get a chance uh, to play on on saturday and it'll be more of a traditional purple gold pigskin pig out that we have not seen uh in years due to to covid so 
uh jeff a lot of fans uh, should be out there if not in the stadium around the stadium eating pig and and having a good time and i thought about that watching the the tournament this year it was a great ncaa tournament that capped off with uh, a great final four game with north carolina and duke and then a a very good championship great comeback by kansas to beat north carolina but just the, the crowds were awesome this year it, it really felt like uh an old ncaa tournament and and yeah there was some fans last year but uh we had the games at those designated sites and uh, it, it certainly felt different this year it was back to normal and starting to, to feel that way about some other sporting events too have you seen the pictures of uh the the masters practice rounds this week it looks like sunday at augusta with all those people out there yeah i know and that's a good thing to see clip and you know it was only a year ago we kept saying some sense of normalcy are we ever going to get back to some sense of normalcy and thank goodness we are here now and you're right people are flocking back as we thought they would people in this country love sports they love to be entertained and as soon as they were allowed to go back they were going to go back and I think what else was encouraging for college basketball clip is that the television ratings were up for the NCAA tournament. I read something the other day that the ratings were up 13%. So that's good, too. I mean, it's, it's, it's great to have good television ratings. It's great to have people come back out to the stadiums. And, you know, there's always that, that talk and also that conversation and debate about people not going out as much as they used to as far as attending sporting events. But, well, you couldn't tell it with the NCAA tournament this year, and uh, the TV ratings are up. So, yeah, it's good to get back to feel like we're normal human beings again. Jeff Charles joining us on the Pirate Radio Live line. Jeff did his annual MLB division predictions. Also uh, picked the playoffs and the World Series. You can hear it running throughout the month on Pirate Radio during our commercial breaks on Inside the Booth. And Jeff, I did not like hearing you say the Philadelphia Phillies were going to win the NL East. But I'll tell you one reason I kind of like the pick. The Braves are in a run right now like they were in the in the 90s early 2000s of winning the division but every year the Phillies or the Mets and really just those two get all the hype and and say all right they're gonna knock the Braves off this year well this year that offseason darling was certainly the Mets bringing in Scherzer I really like the move they brought in Chris Bassett uh, so they've got the arms if healthy but you haven't heard a lot about the Phillies the Phillies had been the flashy offseason team the last couple of years they might be laying in the weeds this year, Jeff, and they've got the MVP candidate, obviously, in Bryce Harper, a lot of young, good young players as well. So I, I hate the pick, but at the same time, I don't hate the pick, Jeff. I think you might have something there. And you did say the Braves will make it as a wild card. I, I know it'll be a tough division with the Phillies, and, and I'm interested to see if the Mets can stay healthy. But uh, I, I did hear your pick, your dark horse, as you, you previewed, previewed last week on the show with us. Yeah, I like the Phillies in that division, although you're right, Clip. The Mets are good, and the Braves are always going to be there. I love Max Scherzer. I think I've watched him pitch almost since his very first game, and remember the great years he had in Detroit. And yeah. There's not a tougher guy. There's not a better competitor in baseball than Max Scherzer. If I have to win one game and I'm in the World Series or a playoff situation, the guy I want to give the ball to is going to be Max Scherzer. He is a bulldog, and so he's going to mean a lot to the New York Mets, but that's going to be a really, really tight division this year, Clip. And I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here if you're going to ask me a couple more predictions here, but I really like the Chicago White Sox this year. Now, they've suffered 
a real blow here this week. Uh, Lance Lynn, their number one pitcher, is going to miss about six to eight weeks hmm. with a knee injury. It's not his arm, but he's going to be out for six to eight weeks, so they're going to have to find a way to pick up the slack there. But I, I really I really like the White Sox this year, and they're playing in a weak division. The American League Central is not very good. They ought to run rampant through that division if they stay healthy. Now, they've had yeah. injury problems as well, especially to some of their young players the last year or two. But if they stay healthy, they're by far and away the most talented team uh, in that division. And I think I ended my prediction with the South Side is going to celebrate, and Tony LaRusso will be 78 years old, <laughs> the manager of the Chicago White Sox, if they win the World Series this year. And he gets them into October and wins the whole thing. Well, believe it or not, folks, I am not always correct in my sports predictions, and I certainly missed on that one, Jeff. When they brought back Tony LaRusso, I was scratching my head saying what the heck are these guys doing that they've got this fun young team and they're bringing in this old school manager who has been out of the game for a while and how does this work and and well it's worked and uh and tony larusa they had a great year last year part of it as you said is they're able to kind of sleepwalk maybe through the regular season but but they're good anyway they'd win in some other divisions i think with all the young talent they have on the roster so uh, I, I like that pick voice and uh yeah you had uh, the white Sox not just making the playoffs so winning the division winning the al uh, you got them beating the dodgers so uh, i like the sound of that <laughs> well this is my bracket buster if you will yeah. year clip and i think uh i think the white Sox are really a solid team i think they're going to be really good this year and as we talk about the old guys let me change the subjects for just a moment here. How about Fran Dunphy coming back? I saw that. As a head basketball coach at Cal. And we got to know Fran a little bit when he was at Temple and was playing against ECU. But he's now 73 years old. And I know it came out publicly, Clip, that he retired at Temple. But knowing the folks at Temple that we do and having a relationship with some of those folks over the last few years, there was more to it than him just voluntarily retiring. Mm-hmm. He was pushed out, and uh, so I'm not really surprised he's gotten back into coaching, especially because he doesn't have to move. And, you know, this is going to be the third Big Five school. They call the schools in Philadelphia the Big Five. And this is the third school in Philly that he is going to be the head coach. He started his career at Penn and had a great run at Penn. I think they made the NCAA tournament out of the Ivy League like eight or nine times when Fran Dunphy was there. And then, of course, he, he went to Temple, had a great run at Temple, especially early on. I think he took them to five or six NCAA tournaments. And now he's going to LaSalle, which of the big five schools, that is the toughest job in Philadelphia. And they've just had very little success in recent years, and they've gone through coach after coach. But Fran Dunphy is a LaSalle guy. He played at LaSalle. He's a LaSalle graduate. And so there's a buzz now about him coming back. He's one of the best-known names in college basketball, uh, certainly in Philadelphia and on the East Coast, and so they're excited about having him come back at age 73 and coach uh, the Explorers. And so (laughs) we'll see if he can kind of return some of that magic to LaSalle. And they were good back in the day, but here in recent years, they've not been very good at all. Yeah, I know know they're in Philly. I know Explorers. Are they Atlantic 10, Jeff? Yes, they are. Yeah, so Atlantic. pretty tough league there, too, for them. Yeah, it is. And, Clippy, it's really, you know, if you love college basketball, and I know I've mentioned this on your show before or when we've been on the air before, if you love college basketball, I mean, Philadelphia is a great place because all of these schools are just like a stone's throw away. 
And I know a lot of people, Marty Fuhr in particular, who has worked with me on the radio network for all of these years, uh, he would say as a, as a kid he used to go to the palestra and see a, a Penn Ivy League game and, and then at night see a, a Temple game. And I think a lot of people do that in the city. And, and Villanova, of course, we all know how great Villanova is. They're the marquee program there now and have been for so many years. But you've got Villanova and you've got Penn and you've got Temple and you've got LaSalle and you've got St. Joe's. And those five schools are the big five. Now Drexel is there. I'm always uh, kidding Marty about why Drexel's not in the Big Five, and he never comes up with a good reason for that. But Drexel's kind of on the outside looking in. But they're right there in the city, too. I know when we go down to the arena uh, and play Temple, uh, go, we go right by on the bus, go right by the Drexel campus, which is right in the heart of the city, too. So, you know, you got a lot of choices. If you love college basketball, you, you can watch a game every night in Philadelphia. Jeff Charles joining us today here on Pirate Radio Live Voice. We'll wrap it up with a little wrestling talk. I, I did flip over to WrestleMania late Saturday after the basketball, so I was able to watch Stone Cold Steve Austin um, still looking great and getting in the ring and getting out of the ring and taking bumps. Jeff, he took a suplex on the concrete uh, where the fan in the fan section where the fans were sitting, I can't believe he's still doing this with his body after not doing anything in the ring for so long. Uh, but he showed up Saturday and Sunday night, gave Vince McMahon a stunner, which Vince McMahon still looking great for his age, but he looked really rough taking that stunner. I don't know if you've seen highlights of that one, Jeff. Uh, and then uh, I guess another big story, and this is uh, I, I again I don't really get a chance to watch AEW on Wednesday nights. I kind of know what's going on. And Cody Rhodes was huge in the formation and getting that thing running and going. And he was one of their their big names, their headliners. And to see him now jump back to the WWE, he comes in as a mystery opponent for Seth Rollins. He beats Seth Rollins. And it looks like, Jeff, they're going to give him a push and uh, have him up there in the main event scene. And that, that is a total change from what we've seen with Cody Rhodes in the WWE in the past. So how about that, Jeff? I know you follow AEW. How surprised are you that we've seen a lot of people go from WWE to AEW. This is kind of the first AEW to WWE jump. Yeah, I was shocked as a matter of fact clip because he's like vice president or something of the company right right he's been there from day one and he's had a management position not only a talent position but a management position and his wife is the same thing she's had a management position i thought they were just aew through and through but you just never know i probably money talks uh clip and i would guess that you know wwe came at him with a lot of money. He's already doing pretty well. If you've ever seen that reality television show that he has done, uh, they go to his house, and believe me, he's doing very well in AEW. So it must have taken a boatload of money for him to make the switch. But in the wrestling world, you just never know. Cliff, it's uh, heels uh, turning, of course, into baby faces and baby faces back to heels. I guess that's why we always continue to watch. <laughs> you really never know what's going to happen. That's right. That's right. Jeff Charles joining us today on Pirate Radio Live Voice. I uh, appreciate your time. As always, have a great rest of your week, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks so much, Cliff. You have a good one, too. Always enjoy the visit. Thank you, Jeff. Our weekly chat with Jeff Charles right here on Pirate Radio Live. We will take a time out, come back, wrap up our number two. I have... The itinerary for Saturday's spring game, and I will tell you 
some of the info you need to know, including the format of the game itself. So we got that coming your way. And more when we return on Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday after this. Listening to our this hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. You work hard for your money at Carolina Wealth Management. We believe that your money should also work hard for you. Do you know if it is? To learn more about your investment portfolio, go to MyCarolinaWealth.com to schedule a free consultation. That's MyCarolinaWealth.com. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All righty, back with you here on Pirate Radio Live. Uh, we all need to be celebrating. I'm not a LeBron hater. He's a little cringy at times that's what a lot of lebron haters say (laughs) um i am not a fan i have to say i i obviously respect his greatness but (laughs) he does a lot of things that annoy me like always trying to get into the spotlight like one of those things like uh having a book and opening it up halfway and having somebody take a picture of him and saying i love reading books and then people, reporters will ask him about the book, and he'll clearly have not read it. Like, I, I mean, what, what's the point? Why even do that? You're a great basketball player. Why pretend like you also read books? What is the point of that? Other than trying to pretend you're, I, I don't know. I don't get it. Um, he does that a lot. Um, but this time, I'm just going to make fun of him for a, an old tweet. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Because the Lakers are officially done. They're eliminated. They're not making the playoffs. Is it the one where he's like, uh, basically was like, oh, we got a squad and... Keep talking about my squad. Yeah. Our personnel ages. The way he plays. He stays injured. We're past our prime in this league. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, uh-huh. Do me one favor, please. What's that favor, LeBron? And I mean please. What? What is it? Keep that same narrative energy uh-huh. when it begins. That's all I ask. Hashtag thank you. Crown emoji. <laughs> what a bozo. <laughs> that is what a bozo. What a bozo. What a jabroni. You're gone. What you're are the all-time worst and now funniest tweets ever? Probably the most disappointing let down Lakers team of all time. Probably the most disappointing team in the history of the NBA. How do you, when you're arguably one of the best of all time, and there can be arguments made about that, how do you tarnish your legacy like this? Like, he is... Now, he's won titles in three different places, which is rarefied air. Um, I guess maybe uh, Robert Ory, did he win in three different places? But LeBron is the star. Ory was more of a role player, big shot Bob. But, like, he is he's, he's ruining the legacy that he built by becoming player GM and bringing in. Like, what happened to Russell Westbrook? He was terrible. But he was like a really good player not that long ago. I, what, Five eight, years ago. Anthony Davis doesn't play. 
I, it's just hilarious looking back at that that tweet he set himself up for failure so i think there was just too many egos on that basketball team he got rid of the the role guys the caruso, caruso. who they love him in chicago um and just roll with these stars did not have enough help around and and i think is he gonna win the scoring title i mean he was averaging near like 30 so he's gonna do that kind of some empty numbers but that tweet and like everybody's going back to it now it is hilarious to read yeah i mean and when you say it's tarnishing his legacy i don't know if that's the case because he's still got plenty of years left in him i know but this is just a terrible look because he put the whole thing together he decides who's with playing with him and who is run off and to not make not even sniff the play-in tournament that's awful yeah um i don't know i guess maybe if we, they learn from this mistake maybe if we they did learn, this in like maybe we shouldn't let lebron james you know determine who is and who's not on this basketball team but at this point if you tell that to him he'll probably say all right well i'm not playing here i, I don't know i feel like he now what uh, now i don't know is brady making any personnel decisions for the bucks because that certainly worked out well brady uh, brady just fired their head coach bruce arians so he's making the right decisions with his moves well when he got to tampa bay how many coaches has lebron fired in his career by the way he handpicks every coach outside of spolstra and they won a title there so he didn't have to get rid of spolstra with bosh and wade and yeah uh anyway it's uh it's very funny to me that tweet and please yeah and i mean please it's a a cold take it's a it's a (laughs) It's a tweet that did not age well. There is an actual account on Twitter, uh, tweets that did not age well. That's a good one. That's well, a, I would that's, call it old takes exposed. Yeah, that, there you go. Old takes, old takes exposed, and that's got to be top tier right there. Uh, we did, we did him a favor. So now he can do more uh, fake reading this off season. Maybe he can read a good book on how to GMing for dummies and put together a good roster. Hornets let me down last night. There is your NBA talk for this uh, Wednesday. All right, here is the format. We'll run over this again with Bryce Williams, get his thoughts on it. Saturday's purple-gold spring game will consist of an offense versus defense scrimmage and a unique scoring system. So get ready to uh, bring in your scorebooks. And um, for the media, they have attached a scoring outline. Perhaps I'll pull this up when Bryce is here. But here's a few bullet points. There will be four 15-minute quarters. There will be a running clock except for the last two minutes of each half. So the game's going to go by pretty quick. Uh, Each team will have three timeouts per half. Each timeout will be one minute. There will be a two-minute break between the first, second, and third quarters. Sounds good. Sorry. Halftime will be five minutes. Field goals and extra points will be live. Quarterbacks are down when tagged, not tackled. All returns will be blown dead upon receipt. Receipt. Bring receipts. Yeah, can I get my receipt, please? Officials are assigned by the American Athletic Conference. So this is going to be a glorified practice here, and I will pull up, try to pull up the scoring system here that they got. Um, let's see. Oh boy, this is so. If you want to try to keep up, I challenge one fan in the stands to keep up 
with the score. Tweet, tweet me your score you think it's going to be at the end of the game and see how close it is to the actual score. I guarantee there's going to be some fan, maybe a few fans, that will religiously look to see what the score is. As a fantasy football guy, I should be able to follow along with this pretty easy. A first down is one point. You cross the 50-yard line to get a point. This is for offense. 15-plus yard run. Coach Smith calls those explosion plays. Explosion plays. 25-plus yard pass is a point. By the way, why am I not on the show anymore? Extra point is a point. Two-point conversions, two. Field goal, three. Touchdown, six. We all got that. On the defensive side, how does does the defense rack up points? Rack them. Force a punt, get a point. Tackle for loss, point. Pass breakup, point. Force a punt, three and out, two points. Missed field goal, two points. Fourth down stop, two points. Sack, two points. Two-point conversion stop, two points. Takeaway, four points. Block kick, four points. Good Lord. That's yeah. a lot to keep up with. That's a lot. So this will be... Will they keep that up on the scoreboard? <laughs> I don't... See, I don't think so. That's why I want a fan to to try to nail this from the stands at Daddy Ficklin Stadium and see how close you can get to uh, the actual score. And uh, there will be a winner and a loser, but it will be offense versus defense. And uh, interested to see what the quarterback distribution looks like famously we had a lot of fun with this on uh pirate radio back in the day john jacobs jingleheimer schmidt john jacobs <laughs> was a quarterback here the spring game was played he didn't get any snaps and then minutes after the spring game he had one of the best tweets of all time where he just simply said johnny no rips <laughs> Usually, I don't like when a guy gives himself a nickname, but in that case, he nailed it. It was awesome. Johnny No Reps was born. So, hopefully... Uh, what year was that? I don't know. Maybe Igo remembers, but uh, I can see when he was here. Remember, his dad It was the um, bodybuilder for Jesus guy. Went around ripping phone books and doing lifting weights for the Lord. I remember that well. Yeah. There's a whole thing. There's a lot of good... I mean, Igo and I went into a wikipedia rabbit hole following all that stuff i I do remember you guys talking about this yeah so uh i think this was after the bryce era although i'll ask him if he remembers uh john jacobs from east carolina when he joins us coming up at five o'clock um johnny j 2015 he redshirted so bryce was on that team and uh he probably split in 16 um but yeah johnny no reps hopefully uh we'll see a lot of reps for stubblefield garcia those guys come well supposedly they have improved as far as grasping the offense yeah Yeah. according to holton and the coaches looking forward to those backup quarterbacks stubblefield garcia um obviously everybody's going to be looking toward the uh receiving room yeah Um, Holton has thrown out a few names: Tyler Savage, um, uh, Taji Hudson. Taji Hudson. Uh, my guy that I'm going to be looking forward to is Josiah Hatfield. And then also, let's see if he can have another great spring game. Kerry King last year with two touchdown catches. Um, let's see how he looks. He mentioned him as well. Yeah, said he's really come along. So uh, Jalen Johnson, the transfer from Georgia. Let's see how he does. And everybody can't be named Scary Terry, but like. Because that's, that's Terry Rozier, right? Mm-hmm. But then Redskins fans, Washington fans want to call Terry McLaurin that. But last year when he was, when Kerry King was wearing the 17 like McLaurin, I, I had to call him Scary Kerry. 
and he caught a touchdown wearing that 17 might have caught two touchdowns he caught two yeah and uh looked good out there so i hope he's still in that 17 uh this week a very good number to wear if you're a pirate receiver dwayne harris What's the really, playmaker shouldn't it be i guess we don't retire numbers because like jeff blake was two and then we, we went on we do to have, have some jerseys that are retired but it's been a very long time since we've done it we we can't retire two now because if you do who are you retiring it for blake got, or hardy you got hardy yeah are you retire the five of Cardin? do you retire the 17 i guess uh you just the five of Cardin, the five of johnson that's right yeah um, so you really you can't retire those numbers yeah there's too many so, options. Slim eighty. Slim eighty. <laughs> Do you retire the eighty? Uh, I mean, you can't. You can't have eighty for Bryce Williams and then eighty for Alex Taylor. Was Alex Taylor's eighty? I think he might have been Chandler when he made that jump ball catch against West, West Virginia. Virginia in the corner. In oh, the corner. Alex Taylor. Baby. Mike Patrick on the call. Holy oh. cow! Jonathan Williams power. They just ran right through him. What do you got, Charlie? Well, holy uh, cow! Oh my God! What do you got, Shirley? No, it just popped up on my screen, so I just thought it was interesting. Harold Varner lost a bet to Michael Jordan. <laughs> okay, I like this. Of course, Michael Jordan is. Gambling. And he said, uh, and I'm going to just going to read this quote uh, from Harold. He said, "I'd said I'd wear these shoes and North Carolina gear if Carolina beat Duke." Oh. And what do you know? Something crazy happened, so he had to wear a Carolina blue shirt during the par three tournament. Ah, so don't get angry at Harold for wearing the Carolina blue. That was a. I wonder what Jordan's side of the bet was. Hold what on, I'll pull it. I'll pull it up right now and see what uh Jordan was going to have to do. Uh, Draft uh, trade for Grayson Allen. The Hornets. Yeah, he was going to have to add a Dookie to the roster. Now I'm glad that Harold Varner. Hey, he was going to bring Carolina. in Mason Plumley's brother to join the team. Marshall, yeah, double the which Plumlee. is Marshall is in the uh, military now. Really? Yeah. It he does not. not it does not say what Jordan ha- would have had to do if Duke won. Well, I'll just stick with my Plumley. Speaking answer. of uh, Harold Varner, there is, and we have posted this uh, a great photo of him with his baby. Uh, I posted that. Yep. I saw you posting it. Congrats, Shirley. Good job, Jenny. Well, I mean, Shirley. Well, that photo cred goes to Billy Weaver, actually, because... He didn't take the damn pic. No, no he didn't. No. He didn't take the damn picture. No, he made a post about it, and I saw it, and so I went and... But it, it I is... I posted it and said, who made... Who did this? <laughs> I, I just think it's a that. good post. Yeah. I just think hate it's a that. good post. I hate that. I hate all right, we'll save that for tomorrow in the Rage Room. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Bryce Williams, Slim 80, joins us. We will talk. Pirate football, Pirate Radio Outdoors, make you a winner. Actually, Billy Weaver just said, whoever took that picture did an awesome job. Who did this? And he's resp- he responded to that. So I wonder if he just took it off his TV or something. Yes. Thank you, Chandler. We're back after this. <laughs>
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. To get the business services that are right for your business today, contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers you can trust like Ashley Capps, Lee Watson, Bonner Latham, Chris Richards, Josh Houghton, and Heath Nesbitt. First Bank, together with their customers, they're creating a world with where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank, located on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Brock. All righty. Beautiful day in eastern North Carolina. Oh, Bryce broke out the shorts showing the yams today. Dang right. Yes, sir. The yams are out, baby. Yams. Are we all shortening up? Slim 80. Negative. I'm the only one. Break out them white legs. Show some legs. Show them legs. Show them white legs. I I was hesitant because I know Anna's like, your skin's so pale. I'm like, well, sorry, it's been winter and fall fall and winter. (laughs) I can't control been, the season. It's been fake dear. spring for the last couple of months. Exactly. You I know, was going to say, Bryce, and then you bring up a good reason why. But as an outdoorsman like yourself, your legs are pretty white. But yeah. you you said you wear. If you really hell, you ain't gonna go in the woods with uh, some shorts. No on. way. I eat you up. Ours, I, yeah. There's no telling. You know what you should do and make her really mad? Wear shorts on your wedding day. <laughs> you know what? You want to see the legs? Show off the yams yeah. on the wedding day. You want to talk smack? Here you go. <laughs> but some really nice pants that you just cut up and yeah. uh, maybe get tailored. Oh, yeah. Like, so yeah get them hemmed. <laughs> yeah. Hey, halfway up the thigh. Are, too, are like. pleats still in, in, in style to get a pleat on my shorts? Man, Anna's going to kill us. She's going to say, Bryce! What up? This is what you got, honey. Enjoy it. Exactly. So uh, we got a lot to get to. Um, Where to begin? Hmm. Let's start with the uh, what I love about a bracket is I'm going to watch the games regardless. But people that aren't even that into basketball, once you fill out a bracket, you have a bit of an interest Mm -hmm. in it. So Bryce, you might have been on a Saturday grabbing a cold one with some buddies with Anna yeah. whatever around the house and flip on the game just because you're a dude and you like sports or whatever but you're like you sent me multiple texts throughout the tournament yeah <laughs> one time you're like arkansas baby let's go <laughs> and then saturday night i get the uh what'd you say am i gonna win the bracket yeah because you had north carolina winning it all yeah and uh they made a heck of a run so i like that you kind of found a a rooting interest in this thing just because you you filled out some stuff for sure on the yeah it was uh definitely interesting to do that i mean even like the games that wasn't um teams i wasn't even that familiar with i saw them on tv it's like oh man i pulled for them or had them uh winning so that was exciting and then of course the whole carolina big run to the championship was made it even better um if i if my uh bold strategy didn't work out so good in the beginning i probably wouldn't be so thrilled but hey it kind of went my way slightly well it's easy to say if now but if you would have shied away from the really crazy the yale and all the other stuff and and look the first round you don't win the tournament in the first round because those are only worth one point right but throw away a few of those like my my creighton creighton going that far that might have hurt you but i think you learned something this year that Mm -hmm. it's okay to pick some upsets but maybe maybe not to the degree you right let's be a little more realistic yeah but a good good showing from you you finished top half 
And just look at the list of people you finished ahead of. Oh, yeah. A man that has taken a team to the Sweet 16 in the NCAA tournament, Coach Mac McCarthy. Dang. Uh, Brian Bailey, who has covered sports longer than you've been alive, Bryce. Uh, hey. uh, you've got Billy Weaver, who also covered sports for a long time. A uh, college basketball manager, Shirley Rose. She was a part of a college basketball team. You killed her. Jeez. <laughs> and, uh, Thank you, Tennessee. That's all I'm saying. You were one point shy of the college basketball guru Troy D. Who I, I know. knew you really wanted to get. I know I wanted to leave. if I tied him yeah. like cuz I know he was he him and Chandler probably were the biggest bashers of my <laughs> my bracket. <laughs> oh yeah, I already read what you said today. Oh yeah. Right <laughs> are you coming in today and Bryce, Bryce said Why are you singling me out, dude? I love it. It's just funny. Cuz you're in the room if Troy was here too I'd say Hey, by man. the way, I saw you were sneaking on me the other day. Yeah, dude, that was hilarious. <laughs> I said, dude, that just got that, that gate looks very familiar. And that's a Chandler. That and gate? Like a gate. You know, it's like a walk. Like a I have never heard that term. Is that how somebody walks? Yeah. Oh, I've okay. never heard that before. That gate. I yeah. like that. Yeah. So you, gotta, you knew that, you knew it was me right away. You got a unique uh, gate. I mean when I got within a hundred yards, these eyes just spotted you. <laughs> I told you Bryce said it was that. like a, you said it was like a, seeing a deer and like. <laughs> well, I told Bryce that I've been scouting that buck for a while. Yeah, yeah. And what'd you say? I said it's next year's buck or so. Or he's gonna be a shooter next year. Yeah, he'll be a shooter next year. So be careful when you're out walking. Yeah, exactly. I you never know. I need if to... I had a paintball gun, that'd have been great. <laughs> well, you gotta get practice. He was looking down. I was like, what's wrong with Charlie? He's looking down. I guess he wants to make sure he's stepping in right. Oh, uh, that's good stuff. Bryce, is all, you're not lying when you say you, your head's on a swivel when you're driving. Oh, you yeah. You see everything. This guy. Most definitely. He's, uh, you he's, never know what's going to come out of them peripherals. <laughs> <laughs> Could be a wild Chandler. Exactly. If you're not careful. All right. Uh, we got football to talk about, Bryce. Uh, oh, one more thing on the tournament. Jenny was here a moment ago. She was telling you about my outrage Monday night because Troy D., king of the wrong predictions they like eight and they were all wrong during the tournament and his last one was kansas is going to blow out north carolina i needed kansas to win so i was like troy just relax man let me have this one no kansas is not only gonna win they're gonna blow the doors off the tar hills <laughs> like oh god now troy's got his mojo going so the game starts it, as Kansas gets out to a 7 yeah. nothing run. Not a surprise. North Carolina's coming off their most emotional win right. in school history uh-huh. over Duke in Coach K's final game. You'd expect them to probably get off to a slow start, take a punch in the face, and then say, all right, let's wake up, let's mm-hmm. play a game. Uh, Troy doesn't see it that way, and his pea sports brain <laughs> seven to nothing. He takes a picture of his TV and tweets out to me and Chandler, told you so, blowout. And I'm like, what are you doing? You really? Hey, come on. I, said, I respond right away because I'm sitting there in my little recliner watching the game. I'm like, why is Troy tweeting already four or five, four or five minutes into the game? Seven nothing. Does he know how sports work? No. no look. Listen. That's the point. He doesn't. Bryce. So anyway. And he goes, told you so. Yeah. I said, so. I said, Troy, damn it. You understand there's only been five minutes played in this ball game. Uh, and sure enough, right after he tweeted that, Carolina went oh, on like a 12 to, yeah. or 12 or oh, like 14 yeah. nothing run. Went up yeah. by 16, and yeah. Kansas did, uh, long story short, they came back, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But I wanted to do, uh, to ask you about it, Bryce, because we've been giving our examples really as fans. How about you as a player? Are there some things like during a game, if you go up double digits – 
have you, has it ever happened to you where you're like, man, we're killing these guys, or we got this one, or somebody said it, and I don't know, is that a thing with the we, players or just the fans? No, I mean, I, th- I think it's more of a outspoken thing um, when you are up big, um, you know, in in those games. But um, speaking of you know, an instance where you know it was a state game in 2013, you know, we were you know we were killing state on the road, on the road. Yeah. And I mean, I think we were gonna win, but we, I mean, we almost kind of like they got within what two scores two or a score yeah. of field goal, and it was kind of like we let off just a little bit to think, shoot, we got this, and that is terrible to happen. If the whole team gets to that mentality, it's like, uh oh, you know, because it could bite you in the butt. And I mean, thankfully it did, but uh, yeah, you don't really say we we got this all like let's let off but it does it's hard sometimes to be like "Eh, we can sort of kick back and relax i know and it seems like uh, because we now the nfl films and everything you get to see a lot of stuff you didn't see from the outside before and i always see like teams like all right we got to keep our foot on the gas even though we're up we gotta i feel Uh, like it's that you're almost just saying that to make yourself believe it right oh yeah when really you're like hey this one's over yeah yeah oh for sure It, it gets tough it really does um, I mean, like I said, I mean, the first half, if you're blowing someone out, you know, football, it's like that doesn't, you still got a whole other half. You don't know. I mean, you could have how many points scored, pick six, and then on side, you know, recover on yeah. sides. And I mean, it just goes on. And, uh, yeah, it's me. I don't, I've never really spoken, you know, outspoken on the field, really, or even on the sideline, but you just kind of like sort of, nah, just keep focused and finish out the game i wonder how many marshall fans uh said oh man this is over great win against east carolina right what week three yeah of this past football season that's right um or maybe some players on the that was a fun game um so by the way we another thing before i forget we were talking about john jacobs a moment ago because he had the best tweet of all time after a spring game years ago where he said johnny no reps because he got no reps during the spring game. And you then remember he transferred. John Jacobs? Yeah. So he was on the roster when you were here, right? He redshirted. I remember. Like he was, yeah. I think he transferred after you were gone, though. Mm-hmm. So, Johnny, no reps. <laughs> that's a hell of a... Yikes. Tell him if you want that out, man. But I guess that's why he transferred. <laughs> that was pretty hilarious. That just yeah. adds to you not getting any reps. Now. Yeah, right. Ooh. Yeah. Johnny, no reps. All right. Uh... Bryce, the spring game is coming up Saturday. You plan to catch any of it? You know, I actually will be in town. Obviously, Jenny said it's at, what, 12-something? 12.30, um, yeah. I plan on being in the woods in the morning, but um, I, I think knowing that, that the game's there, I'd like to uh, try and actually get out there. That would be fun to watch. Um, so we'll see. Here's the format. Four 15-minute quarters, running clock except for the last two minutes, so it should be pretty quick. Each team will have three timeouts per half, one minute in length. Uh, three two-minute breaks. Uh, there will be a two-minute break between the first, second, and third quarters. Halftime will be five minutes. Field goals and extra points will be live. Quarterbacks are down when tagged, not tackled. Makes sense. All returns, kickoff, punt, interception, fumble, will be blown dead upon receipt. Reception, maybe. Receiving or like oh, uh, is that supposed to say reception? I Why didn't he just type that out? Uh, who knows? Interesting. Okay, I, I didn't know what that case. meant. Yeah, I was like, what does that mean in the football terms? Um, and then they will have officials. Now here's how they're doing. They're not doing the draft. Do you remember what y'all did? Did y'all do a player draft? Did you do no, offense versus do. defense? I- 
I think we should do the whole offense for Stevens thing. So there's a weird scoring setup. Uh, for the offense, like you get a point for a first down. Here, I'll let you look at it. But there's like a lot of different ways you can get points. So the fans in the stands are going to have no clue what the actual score is, but right. they'll still be able to watch some football. And so they're, I mean, this will be, okay, never mind. They're playing it's fantasy off, football. It's offense, out there. defense. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's neat. Touch so there's, there's scoring. There's different things you can do to earn points on offense and defense. Uh-huh. Explosion plays help you. That's cool. Turnovers help the defense. So you like the uh, the format there? Yes, yeah, pretty cool. Now, when you say draft, I mean, it, I mean it's still going to be offense, defense. Yeah, so there is no draft. Oh, okay. But in the like last year, I think they did have captains and pick team, pick sides. Oh, wow. Which I like. I kind of like that I mean, format. Because it's like two totally two different teams playing against each other, right? Is that what you're talking about? What yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. So yeah, it's uh, it's a true purple versus gold. Type that would thing. actually be pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, anyway, that's the format for the spring game coming up on Saturday at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. Our last look at East Carolina until the fall. Shirley, can we hear uh, Mike Houston from yesterday? He spoke with the media after the practice on Tuesday, and here were his words. Last week. All right. Yep. Day 12. So uh, a lot of energy. I don't know how, what time y'all got here, but uh, a lot of energy. So uh, they're probably about tired of going against each other. It's all right, though. We had a competitive day today. I you know, told them we want to see more intensity, more uh, you know, better competition, so they responded. Uh, you got a lot of stuff in now, and that's the thing. I mean, we're, we got we got stuff on both sides of the ball. We're pretty far along, so it does challenge. It challenges both sides, both you know what they're doing challenges them, and what the other side is doing challenges them. So that that's good, though. When you went back and watched the scrimmage, anything really stand out on film that maybe you didn't notice on Saturday? Well, yeah, there's there's a lot of good and a lot of bad. You know, uh, wasn't real excited about uh, the first drive offensively from a defensive standpoint. Uh, was fairly excited about it from an offensive standpoint. Uh, we did have three penalties on that uh, drive uh, offensively, so we got to eliminate those because they're just careless. You know, the careless penalties. We had one to start the drive defensively, and we had three on the on the drive offensively, and those were just, you know, there's no need for them because you eliminate those, and all of a sudden it's just a much quicker drive, much cleaner drive. You don't have as far to go. Uh, but, you know, really the, the first offense and the second offense both started off with really solid drives. Now, as the day went on, you know, the defense responded and played better and better. Um, you know, it was a very competitive scrimmage at the end of the day. So, and that's what you, that's what you want to see this Saturday. Uh, you want to clean up the stuff that you didn't do particularly well. Uh, you know, competition level, you want to be very, very high, and you want to go out there and execute and look like a good football team. When you look at the, the D-line, I mean, you obviously have a lot coming back, but it looks like Mims and Lampley are – kind of getting some some work too. So how do you work those guys in but you know get the experienced guys in there too? Well, they're they're going to be in the mix. And that's the thing is it's created uh, a lot more competition. And uh, you know it's 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 a deal where you can't you can't take a day off now. You can't you got to go in there and compete at a high level every day. Uh, Cuz that's one thing both of those kids have is they have a great motor. Now, you know, they don't really know our scheme, you know, inside and out just yet, and that's the one thing holding them back both of them. Uh, but you know the one thing they do is they compete at a high level and they play they play their tails off. So, have you guys figured out uh, how you're going to divide the teams for Saturday and what the rules are yet? So we're gonna we're gonna go offense versus defense. We're gonna play four quarters, uh, shortened halftime. Uh, we'll have a running clock most of the game. We'll, we'll stop it and play it out the last two minutes to try to get a true two minute uh, drill in uh, at the end of the first half and at the end of the game. But uh, 
you know, we'll have a scoring system for the defense. And I'll, I'll get uh, Tom to distribute that to the media so that you can look at it before we get to Saturday. It's fairly competitive. We've looked at it for about two weeks now. Uh, and, I, and, you know, I, I love splitting up into two teams, uh, but, uh, you know, it's just one or two positions I can, I'm concerned about depth-wise because this way, having everybody together, you can keep some, some depth there, and it really protects the kids. So uh, the scoring system allows us to still have competition. Uh, we'll have winner's dinner on Monday night. You know, the winner will have uh, steak, and, steak and shrimp, and the loser will have beanie weenies. So. Have you figured out the team captains yet? Uh, we'll we'll, we'll yet? figure that out. Okay. We'll figure that out. Heading into Saturday, it's going to be the first time in a while that a lot of these players have played in front of a crowd. Is there anybody yeah. in particular or any position group in particular that you think the fans are going to be? Uh, excited to see that has made a big leap in the offseason? Well, I would say they'll be fairly excited about our offensive line. I mean, I have been all spring. Um, you know, what was, you know, easily the weakness of the program when, whenever I took the job uh, is turning into a strength. Uh, and not just the guys that are practicing right now. I say that because, you know, you still have some guys that aren't out there. You know, Rob and Bailey uh, are coming along great with a rehab. Um, you know, Justin and Ben will be here in May. Uh, so you throw those four guys in with what we have on the field right now, uh, and you have a really strong group right there. Uh, and I think that's that's something we haven't had here. Uh, I don't know when the last time it was. I mean, you guys probably know. But uh, I'm excited about that. I think fans will be too. Are the coaches, are they in on the uh, Absolutely. dinner? Absolutely. Absolutely. And support staff, they have to choose sides too. I get whatever I want. So. <laughs> The, the spoils of the head coach. No, nah, I've just, yeah, I, I just, I, I, I want, I want the kids to go out there and have fun. Uh, I, I want. It's great to finally. I mean, I've, I've been, I've had one pigskin pig out. You know, parade of pigs, all that stuff. You know, so I'm excited to. Most of our kids have never seen that because most of them weren't here in '19. So I'm excited to have that back. I'm excited to have kind of all the activities around the spring game back. And there's a baseball game that afternoon. I think there's a softball game or, or something, maybe a, something else. Uh, so, you know, got a, a little concert, got the, the deal for the kids, the bounce houses and stuff in the morning. You got the Meet the Pirates deal before, uh, you know, before the game. So uh, there's just, it's going to be great to kind of have, you know, normalcy back uh, this spring and have our fans back. Parents, I'm sure we'll have a ton of parents here. Um, it's just it'll be a, a a great day for a great day for our program. I know y'all put a lot of stock in the practice tape, but more of a game like situation in scrimmage. Do y'all right. really evaluate that anymore? Yeah, a little bit more intently. Yeah, I mean, because that, that's you know, especially like last Saturday, this coming Saturday, um, because you know those you know Donnie's up top, Blake's up top. You got some of the coaches up top, so everybody's not on the field. You're not out on the field with them. They got to perform on their own. I think particularly this Saturday because you'll have fans in the stands uh, because it's it's one thing to do it in practice. It's another to go out there and do it in a, in a game, and this is as close to a game as we're going to get before September 3rd. So certainly the you know the scrimmages mean more. How many players looking ahead after the scrimmage is over, how many players are you expected to come in um, start of summer? I don't have an exact number. It won't be a huge amount. Uh, we do have a, a handful of signees uh, from back in December that'll be here, um, and we'll have a few transfers that'll be here. So, um, not a huge amount, but uh, you know, some important pieces. 
All right, there is Mike Houston speaking to the media on Tuesday ahead of Saturday's spring game. And Bryce, every time he's been asked what position group has stood out, what position group has made the biggest leap, what position group are fans going to be excited to see uh, Saturday, the answer has been offensive line, offensive line, offensive mm-hmm. line. Uh, for some fans, that might not be the exciting answer, but <laughs> for if you want a winning team, uh, yeah. if you want to put up some yards offensively that is an answer you are very happy to hear and uh something that has been lacking uh in recent years for east carolina took a step up last year finally had another 1000 yard rusher in keaton mitchell and two really good running backs when you throw in rajay but uh, maybe a, a, even another step forward with the o-line this offseason that is uh, very positive to hear oh yeah um like i said that like they beat into our heads as a whole team it starts up front you know d-line o-line um quarterback doesn't have time you know, to even make a handoff, getting tackles for loss, uh, not to get a pass off or, you know, pats batted down. Um, it all starts up front. And, you know, when you know, you hear the coach saying um, that position group is excelling and, you know, obviously improving, that's obviously very comforting, you know, from just a team standpoint. Um, I, you know, in my eyes for sure, for, you know, to carry into the season, knowing, hey, look, we're not gonna, we shouldn't have these, you know, mental busts or any sacks. Well, I mean, obviously it comes, but um, won't be like it has been in the past. Um, you know, because if you can run the ball, that opens up the, you know, the passing game for sure. So um, it is. It's glad to know. You know, glad to know that um, that position group is doing well. Bryce Williams joining us here. We got to go Pirate Radio outdoors. We got a lot more to get to. Shirley, let's uh, go ahead and open up the booty bag here on a Wednesday. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. 317-1250. Your, uh, your buck in there was doing some twerking. Uh, there we go. Yeah, it's about time to shoot that thing. Yeah. I'm just twerking while I work. Baby. I can't believe Shirley didn't shoot him yesterday, the way he was acting. What was shoot him! Shoot him! What was my nephew uh, saying yesterday uh, when you asked him how he was doing? Nothing but working and twerking? Working and twerking, baby. Oh, God. That's nice. <laughs> Shirley, what are we giving away today? How about a $15 gift card to Wings Over Greenville? Oh, oh, love boy. some Wings Over Greenville. I had it Monday night for the national championship. What did you get, boneless? No, sir. Did you get the, uh, got, the, san- the what was it, the snackers, the sandwiches? Tender sandwiches. I got the uh, nine-piece traditional half-medium half garlic parm and i threw a little bit of uh loaded waffle fries on the side it was delicious now wings over the, deliver i love the waffle fries surely uh, i am a big fan garlic parm garlic parm is my fave. Our fave what are loaded waffle fries uh basically oh like cheese bacon bits damn um, you can get them like that garlic parm. i think, I they, I think they drizzle some garlic parm powder on there yeah it's hitting it's hitting <laughs> Wings over. All right. They deliver. Caller right. 12. I'm hungry. Caller 12. 317-1250. Back with more after this. You're listening.
listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Live well, move more, and hurt less with kinetic physical therapy. If you're recovering from an injury, getting back into sports, dealing with everyday pain or fatigue, then kinetic physical therapy can help you get back on track and live well. Kinetic has nationally certified therapists for physical, occupational, speech, and massage therapy, all in a state-of-the-art facility on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. Visit kineticptgreenville.com for more information. And congratulations to Susan Deans of Greenville, longtime listener, P1 listener. Walked away with a $15 gift card to Wings Over Greenville. If you're looking for wings to be delivered to your home, Wings Over Greenville has you covered with no third party needed. Wings Over Greenville has its own in-house delivery service. Be sure to try the all-new Tender Sandwiches by ordering ahead on the Wings Over mobile app. Open until 3 a.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. Wings Over has everything to cure those late-night munchies. Give them a call at 758-9464. Wings Over Greenville, they deliver. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right. Congratulations. Susan Deans carrying the banner. And that banner reading, hashtag Firemat Rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is ready for a new regime. And something about some Georgia peaches sandwiches or something? Ice cream sandwiches? <laughs> what is it? I don't know. There's, I forgot to ask her about Georgia that. Georgia peach ice cream sandwiches. Damn yeah. it. Apparently that's a story. I've not read that yet. Uh, got a text from a buddy of mine, John Carden, said he's knocking on the door. Caller 10 yesterday, caller 11 today. Oh, wow. He's all over it. Johnny. John's making a push. Here's (laughs) Johnny. Thank you for that. Forgot his F3 name. But anyway. Uh, Something to do with cellular phones? No. Nah. Okay, I can't remember. By the way, speaking of. Well, I'm not going to do an ad on the show. I got a cool deal last night uh-huh, cool deal cool deal i got mlb tv free for a year I and saw i'm that excited tweet. about that that is mm-hmm. awesome that's awesome and then that was awesome and then that was awesome and well that can you can awesome. can you put it up on the big tv so we can watch it good question shirley i will see if i can use my login i think it might be only for devices like that's such <laughs> but i will check that lame. for you and i will let you know yes. silverado chandler silverado yeah so Silverado looking for a win. That is his F3 name. Mm. Is that a cellular device? <laughs> <laughs> you ever been out there, uh, Bryce? F3? I've done it one time. Did I give you, what was your name? Um, oh, gosh. What was my name? Um, it was something. Had to be country related. No, it was uh, huh? because I was, um, this was back when I was just, you know, obviously just started dating Anna's started dating jay's daughter oh, i was about to say anna's what <laughs> so, uh, um, anna's daddy her dog her daddy <laughs> just started dating um, started, um i just started dating jay <laughs> yeah dating jay's daughter anna so i was you know obviously new and um we went there so they asked me sort of what yeah this 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 and that well they <laughs> my nickname was gaylord fokker <laughs> because of obviously meet the parents meet the parents yeah. and uh yeah, that was my name. What did it meet the Fokker? <laughs> Playing a friendly volleyball game, Fokker. Yeah. <laughs> really should have. Uh, I, I badly timed that swallow of water right there. <laughs> That's an underrated uh, 2000s comedy. It really, I think yeah. it, it's, it's really uh, good. So it was, it was actually at the Farmville one, Shirley, at the high school. 
Mm, there you go. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was my name. I like Bryce. Uh, one day he'd be asking, so how'd you meet your wife? Well, I was dating her dad, and uh, uh, <laughs> that's how I met her. <laughs> and I uh, figured I'd go that route yeah. instead. I said, this is your daughter? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I dating you? <laughs> well, I met the family, and I said, well, dang on. Dag up. Dag He's got up. a pretty daughter. All right, Bryce. Uh, did we get that boat in the water? Man, we are, we are close. I dropped it off. <laughs> we are we are um I dropped it off Sunday to the gentleman who's gonna like do more like the, the electrical stuff, the, you know, the plug in, the calibrate, and he's gonna do a few more um things with the motor because it ha- was, you know, obviously I bought it um from a buddy of mine who bought you know, who had, who sells motors, so it wasn't upright, it was really, you know, obviously on a, a stand, so it was on its side and you know, all this stuff and uh well not on its side, but just sort of laying horizontal when they're supposed to be vertical and uh so gotta do some of the fine tuning stuff there just talked to him today he's gonna start tomorrow i'm hoping by at least it's done like this weekend um because my goodness i'm anxious um to get a long project yeah and it should he said that boat you know obviously getting giving speeds and stuff he said i don't want to obviously say too much too high you know you're never sure but he's thinking this boat will probably run in the mid 60s um which is scooting Hmm. you know um, mid sixties on the water. Yeah, that sounds pretty it's, fast. It's pretty. It's rolling. Not like obviously the fastest they do in the bay boat world, but um, they should be rolling pretty good. So I'm very anxious for that. Um, and then also turkey season is Saturday, mm. so I'm, I'll have to give a report. I, I should be going, but yesterday evening we plowed up some bit of field for um, um, a gentleman to plant some obviously natural seed stuff natural forage but we may be a few days late but or several days late but anyways um sort of some prep there so i'll be in the woods hopefully soon so um yeah i'm looking up uh what do you do to call a turkey there's turkey do you do that Um, with your voice is there something you buy to help yeah it's um i mean majority of people i think you could maybe do like some goblin with people do about it anyways they do like you have like slate calls box calls mouth calls and it's all to mimic a hen because it's you know sort of the you know the whole mating season um for the turkeys so that's huh. all to lure in the tom so there's like the i see an electronic one but there's also i guess these box ones are yeah, more box uh, popular ca- yeah box calls that's like your slate calls but it's, you got or you say like your scratching calls um because slate is kind of a material you can also use slate glass i think ceramic um different types of friction stuff Ooh, i like that it's like a trumpet (laughs) you're out there i can see (laughs) and uh all right so yeah you call them and then um obviously the bet you know they'll gobble back you try to locate them lure them in with the decoy um you know things like that so um it's been a while since i've killed one because football's already been in the way and they're just a sneaky bird and you, it's, it's helpful bird. to do um scouting beforehand to see where they're roosting so you can at least set up in the general area um of them so we'll see what happens saturday and until the season's out hopefully we can get one now i love a turkey sandwich i love thanksgiving with your traditional turkey yeah. what do you do with the turkey if you get one um food wise we've obviously you could cut them up in little chunks and do like nuggets and stuff like that mm. which is pretty good um you know grill it but it is obviously a very lean uh meat it's obviously different than obviously your farm raised um 
turkey so it is very lean you can dry it out real you know real easily so you gotta be careful there but um yeah I mean, it's tasty it's a tasty bird tasty bird yeah that turkey all right let's uh we got to get into the break in we'll come back we'll have more with bryce williams here on a wednesday edition of pirate radio live we are back with you bryce uh, i know we asked you this last year so i, I better warn you because sometimes it takes you a while to come up with an answer <laughs> uh master's week we're going to ask you once again because i don't remember your answer from last year what would be your master's dinner so if you win the master's you control the menu for all the champions of the past. Oh, wow. That's they, difficult. That's a little pressure it's on you, too. very difficult. So they're all... They showed the oh, picture last man. night. Last year's winner was Hideki Matsuyama, who is uh, an yeah. Asian fella. Had a Japanese menu and uh, looked pretty dang good. Man. So everybody had to eat on that. So what are you going to do if you win the Masters and uh, have all those old folks eating your menu? We'll talk about that that's more a- after this. to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medispa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. All products and services are on sale now at the Spring Extravaganza through April 8th. Visit BeautyBarMedispa.com for more information. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's Cliff. All right, got a lineup for tonight's East Carolina ODU showdown. Leading off, shortstop for the Pirates, Zach Agnos. Had a great weekend in the leadoff spot against Cincinnati. He stays there. Lane Hoover uh, has been doing a lot of damage in that two-hole. He'll play left field tonight. Josh Moylan hitting third. He has moved back up the lineup, playing first base. The DH tonight will be Cam Clonch hitting cleanup. Alec Makarevich is at third, hitting fifth. Jacob Starling has become a lineup regular starting at second base, hitting sixth for the Pirates tonight. JJC, Jacob Jenkins Coward, is playing right field and hitting seventh. Bryson Worrell will be in center and hitting eighth. And who will be catching for the Pirates tonight? It'll be Ben Newton in the nine hole. And the starter will be normal reliever, lefty, C.J. Mayhew, who pitched pretty well against NC State in his midweek start last week, uh, last Tuesday. He'll be on the mound to start the game tonight for the Pirates as they try to get some revenge on Old Dominion. All right, Bryce, uh, great week uh, of sports. It was kind of a bummer with the March Madness NCAA tournament ending, but you got Masters beginning tomorrow. Harold Varner the third teeing off at uh, in the 1 o'clock hour tomorrow, so we'll be rooting mm-hmm. for him. Tiger's back. He's playing for the first time since uh, getting in that car crash. There's a lot of interest in the Masters this year. You've got the spring game coming up. 
uh so yeah a lot of that major league baseball opening day tomorrow as well oh, wow. so a lot going on uh masters wise bryce we talk a lot about food that entire break we talked about food yeah it was great i saw bryce at the grocery store saturday and he said hey what'd you get at the grocery store i said hey i got some meatloaf ingredients because my right. wife made a mean meatloaf a mean on saturday meatloaf. night uh, a little mashed taters so you got some taters she mashed them up mm. broccoli crescent rolls they were out of the regular crescent rolls i went with <laughs> the hawaiian like oh the yeah hawaiian they were pretty good yeah a little, little sweet but they were pretty good yeah uh, we talk a lot about food it's great i love it <laughs> all right well, let's talk more about it what is your master's menu that not only yourself will enjoy and really it is all about you you're the champion right. but you don't want to really alienate other folks so you want right. to have something that's good for everyone so you got to choose your meal and then a dessert mm. so what uh dessert I'm but so the meal i've been pondering i thought there was gonna be a dessert and now there is. No, I didn't warn you about that. that. No, I needed that. Damn, warning. that's on me. That's on me. Uh, I'll come up with something quick, though. Uh, we got to take another break, I think, right, Shirley? So how about this? Give us your meal now, meal now. and then you'll have a whole four minutes to think about it. There your we go. Um, I think the meal uh, had these um, braised short ribs one time. Um, I think it was like a Christmas gift and instead of mm. something. We did something. It was like during Christmas time, and we had a chef come. To Anna's parents' house, and he's like these braised short ribs. Man, it's like someone's red wine. Anyways, they were outstanding. So I'm thinking going that as my meat. I love some corn on the cob with like you know a whole like almost like a corn on the cob uh, bar, like you know um, with all sorts of different toppings and you know. Huh, par- what are your par- toppings? Well, like what's good? Um, Anna's mom does like Parmesan cheese and mayonnaise and mixes it up and makes that and like I guess butter, I guess obviously is in that mix somewhere and uh you put that on there but like then salt and pepper then you got other type of like, little cayenne pepper and okay so we got some uh i've never really thought beyond butter or salt pepper oh, but there's a whole new world yeah about it. it is you do that mayonnaise and parmesan cheese powder you know parmesan cheese however you want to do it pays a little powdery kind of yeah yeah shit. makes it real good with some pepper so man i'd have some of that right. um some roasted um carrots cauliflower and you know and drizzle, well I don't do any honey on that but ro- I say roasted carrots with honey on them and roasted cauliflower we got sweet potato loaded sweet potato then we're gonna have what's on the loaded sweet potato well just butter uh, uh, cinnamon, cinnamon brown sugar-ish yeah I know what you mean and yeah. that's pretty much yeah. all I got that's pretty <laughs> and, uh, you so, prefer that to a like loaded baked potato Man, they're all really. It's that's a tough one. Yeah, I would just have to. I don't know what else. <laughs> well, you said sweet potato, so you're. So going we'll go sweet, sweet potato. potato. Right. Um, so I've hit those veggies. Obviously, a really good salad bar, like almost like um, a salad bar with everything on it, like option wise. Then you're gonna have some. Um, we're definitely gonna have, I think, some of the King's Hawaiian rolls, or the Sister Schubert rolls are pretty dang good too. Um, I think I'm trying. Yeah, I got my greens, veggies. I think that's gonna most cover. It. I think that's maybe I, I need. I feel like I need to throw in like a mac and cheese in there, like mm. a good mac and cheese. Yeah. Um, I think I'm covered there. Yeah, I think there's gonna be some happy I think people. Yeah, I mean, I could throw in some like cowboy bean, cowboy baked beans, but that doesn't really go with that. Now, uh, how are cowboy baked beans different well, think, from baked know, beans? I guess baked beans. You know, the cowboys have beans. At least I'm sure you put like ground beef in it. Oh man, and it's good. It is. I should have been a cowboy. Yeah, 
<laughs> that's right when uh you were listening to mike houston and he said it's gonna be steak versus beanie weenies you kind of perked up that when was you heard beanie weenies. That is, that was, that was a, that you was a fan funny. of beanie weenies uh um, naylor said he wouldn't mind a nice plate of beanie weenies i mean i'd eat beanie weenies yeah. but in that whole same realm you get Vienna, Vienna, Vienna sausages. Oh, dear. We've, talked, we've had this discussion. Yes, I like Vienna sausages. Potted meat. And potted meat and square nab. <laughs> there you go. Yes, sir. But Beanie Weenies actually be a warm plate of it with some beans. I was going to say, if you're a loser in that game, you should probably get right out of the can. Don't warm them up. Like oh, cold Beanie Weenies man. to really get the punishment going. That would be a punishment. Yeah, yeah. at least one. Yeah, that's tough. (laughs) All right, we got one last break to take. We'll come back with Bryce's Masters Dessert and wrap it up here on a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Taking a quick look at your stock market report. The Dow was down 144 points. It closed at 34,000. 496. The NASDAQ was down 315 at 13,888. And the S&P was down 43 points at 4,481. And that is a look at your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Clip. All righty. Wrapping it up with Bryce Williams. Bryce, what's on your master's menu dessert list i mean i tell you i'm gonna go like a cake which is like the hershey bar cake with have you ever had hershey bar cake i don't believe so well, it's know, delicious what? it's like a chocolate cake but it's like a cream cheesy hmm. uh, Maybe so. icing so it's not like icing i guess but you obviously blend up hershey chunks of hershey bars and it's all mixed in and you layer it and it is super good um that and then probably have like a some Chocolate double chocolate chunk marshmallow caramel brownies. Okay. Um, then you have cookies, and then you got to have a ice cream bar. That's a lot of a lot of dessert there. I like be feeling good. Oh yeah, man. I just want. I'm gonna Shirley. We're gonna wrap it up, but I'm gonna keep it simple. I want an uh, a cake, just yellow cake, chocolate icing, but a lot of layers, a lot of thin layers. That some old lady from the church. Made. Oh yeah, that makes I want some cakes. old lady church layer cakes. Yeah. All right. Anyway, that's good. Charlie Rhodes. We'll see you tomorrow. Chandler. We'll see you Monday as he's leaving again. Yeah. Gone. A lot of days off of work. Gone. I haven't done it in a while. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Now, Bryce, we'll see you next week. Enjoy the uh, spring uh, game. Yes. You can get out there. Uh, I'm going to try to now that I know what's going on. All right. And we'll see you fine folks 3 o'clock on Thursday on an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.